Okay, um, well, we're about ready to kick off season six. Um, so th- six, this is uh, six campaigns effectively um, that I've run online. Um, some going to 13th level, some 8th, some 16th or 17th or so. And we're about to crack on with um, probably the most homebrewy of mine. Uh, up to now, it's all been by the book, pretty much, um, from hardcover adventures. So we're still, this, there'll be a lot of salt marsh, there'll be a lot of call from the deep, which is a DM's Guild um, level 1 to 13. But um, first, I just wanted to welcome everyone here. There's a couple more players that will be joining us in later sessions. Um, and uh, but we'll do a bit of intro, not necessarily session zero, but session zero point five or something like that. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so we've had a, a bit of a chat and an intro, and we've people have prepared characters and so on. You can see on screen now. This is not where everyone is. You can see like a bit of a marching order. I just use this as a bit of a drop-off point, um, but. Um, I might uh, take this chance for everyone to just go through and introduce themselves, share as much as they want, just maybe what your sort of background in D&D is, or um, we'll get, leave your character for now and we'll come to that throughout the the intro. Um, so going along the line there, I think, um, Todd, do you want to kick off for us? Yeah, sure, thanks. Um I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons since I was about 12 years old, which is approaching 40, 40 years now um, with the game. So, yeah, DM'd a lot, played a lot, and played a lot with the same group of people from the majority of that. And, um, yeah, have played one campaign with Anthony, really enjoyed it, like I said before, and um, really looking forward to this. Awesome. Well, thanks. Um, James? Yeah, um, played a bit of D&D as a, as a kid through to my teens, um, obviously not online because I'm 40, but yeah. Um, yeah, played a lot of Warhammer 40k and Magic and a lot of fantasy games, but my sister uh, is playing online a fair bit and sort of coerced me into playing with her a few months ago and I really enjoyed it and sort of went looking for campaigns and found this one and uh, yeah, so I'm here. 
um, Rebecca. Hi. Um, yeah, I've been playing since a, a in-person campaign that I've been DMing since I was 14, so nearly 11 years ago, and uh, that just finished uh, the year before last, and I decided I want to be a player, uh, finally. Um, so I joined this uh, last campaign with Anthony uh, as my first time playing online and also as a player, and yeah, here I am again. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Ed. I've been playing since, um, well, actually, steadily since last year. Um, I started playing online with the group, uh, then venturing out into World 20 and um, Discord and everything. And so, uh, but I, I did play a little bit when I was a kid, but not, not really, um, or younger. Um, not really enough to remember. Um, so, uh, I've, I've loved it ever since though. So. Yeah. Great. So, so everyone's got a bit of experience, but, um, uh, a differing experience with, with D&D, but also with, um, Roll20, D&D Beyond, all of that. But because we're starting from first level, that, um, gives a bit of a chance to slowly get the hang of it, take, get the grips with it. Um... I guess um, I won't jump into characters yet, but I'm I, just for everyone. I think everyone, um, everyone here knows that it's a nautical setting, but I'm happy for you guys to set it and let it drift in any direction you you choose it to. So um, it's quite funny when I see the online community and the people heckling adventures like. Um, uh, Storm King's Thunder, who there's a series of it where from level, I think, three to seven, it says, says they can go any place in the north as, and get a few levels, and then they present lots of different places you could go. Um, and I saw one online group saying, oh, what do we do from here? And, they, you know, it's just, and they to- toss their toys out of the cot and, um, and quit, okay. quit the campaign then and there. Um, and what they were being presented with was uh, effectively a, a sandpit, um, but it would have been a lot of work for the DM then to just try and let it go. Um, but in the same way, I don't know, I guess the new Dragonlance module is coming under flack for being too railroady, and it's, it's more like playing a novel, um, and some of the older ones are like that too, Descent into Avernus and, and a couple of others. But... Um, yeah, so you can't get, you can't place anyone really, <laughs> no matter what you yeah. do. Um, you either have a very tight storyline that builds to epics and ebbs and flows, or let people, you know, do whatever and, and wing it. But you can't plan as much for that. But I'm happy to, um, you know, even, even at the end of each session, if I know what you're sort of planning to do, it gives me a little bit of a guide as to where to go for next time. Um, but don't feel that. Uh, there's a script and your actors or you know marionettes in a in a in a performance um, so it's up to you to do to do that I, I think I've asked everyone in the in the background to come up with a character that um, will be trusted and by an adventuring group and though the members of that adventuring group would want you to have you hanging around um, so this then goes, this is a roundabout way of saying no PvP, but I'm not like it's banned. It's just, there better be a strong reason for it. Um, 
And uh, if it's a what my character would do sort of thing. Yeah, I was looking at a chat uh, even just last week um, where, oh, what do you do when someone picks another piece of his pocket? Um, And it's a slippery slope and it's half the DMs saying, Mm -hmm. oh, you can't have that, that's just, it leads to anarchy. Um, And others saying, well, you know, that they they should be able to play that in the thief with pickpockets, that's what they do, blah, blah. But the thing is, even if you go, right, strict by the thing, I'm getting getting a bit preachy here, sorry about that. No, do it. Um, That's all right. Is um, if one of the people you're traveling with picked your pocket, you'd probably stop traveling with them. You know, if Mm -hmm. if one of your mates at school started just picking your pocket and you would just no longer trust them, and you might not, you know, D&D, it's a bit easy to just get out your mace and start swinging, and that's probably not what you would do in not real life. But, you know. So, But if you are actually playing, in, and if the whole group is playing their characters, unless you're just going to be a bunch of, you know, badass mercenaries only together for some money, and then, yeah. then you'd probably just backstab up and stab each other. In my experience, left alone, it quickly devolves. Yeah. Into, yeah. Into, into I think... Uh, the simple answer to that's what my character would do is why'd you make up a character that's such a dick? It's a little dude, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, Critical Role Syndrome is making it worse at the moment because the current campaign of Critical Role has two characters that are constantly pickpocketing from each other and it's like, mm. okay, and they still hang around with the group. Yeah. So then a lot of newer players are seeing that like, oh, well, it's just fine because that's just what her character does and all those experienced players are fine with it. Exactly. So my character should be able to do it. Well, I mean, I've got some things, I, some ideas for my character in this campaign for how he's going to be like, you know, maybe a little bit annoying sort of thing. But um, it's not going to be hurting anybody. It's only being jest and, you know, so, I mean, we'll see how that works out. And, you know, I, you know, if it doesn't work, I'll just read the room and stop doing it, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward yeah. to that because my character's, for once, I'm playing a serious character. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always play very whimsical, silly characters, and I thought, I'll try something, someone a bit more serious for once. Okay. Well, exact opposite for me. I'm usually a serious player. I'm going to try to be a little lighthearted with this character. So. Okay. Nice. Um, one thing on the PvP to be conscious of, like you're saying, reading the room, is um, for me it's also letting each other's character, each, each, each person play their character out. Um so I'm just trying to think of an experience. It's not just attacking someone else, but if you undermine what they do. And the, the, the easy one is, oh, I'm a paladin, so I will rush into battle and not let anyone negotiate with anyone else. Um, yeah. Sometimes you just need to think, okay, well, how can I f- uh, slightly reinterpret that and say, okay, well, I'll, you guys do the talking, but I'm going to sit here and stew. That is perfectly yeah, feasible. Exactly. Um, yeah. I think just, I think you just yeah I think you just need to think about the group dynamic is kind of what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, and that's got to that's slightly got to trump the individual's wants and needs sometimes. Yeah. Otherwise, it ruins mm-hmm. everything. And I'm not yeah, picking, exactly. I'm not picking on Cortan yeah. as a potential. Paladin no, no, no. I, I don't take it that way. <laughs> I, I, I don't take it. I, I don't plan to play this paladin like a true paladin to yeah. be honest well, but yeah okay but i understand yeah it's the same with barbarians raging at the drop of a hat or, yep. or thieves picking sure. the pocket of the constable you're trying to you know yeah you don't have to do it do you <laughs> no you it's, don't in, in, the, in the end in the end it's all a decision that applies well there better be a good reason why you would do that oh, because that's not, not yeah yeah not in normal life you would do that you know there's yeah. got to be a good um, reason you know you know i mean i guess before you 
decide on any action is like, is this going to add to the game? Mm. And if the answer is no, maybe just don't do it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, um, uh, that that was just a bit of a – I just wanted to make that point that it wasn't so much just combat, but just um, just giving everyone the the breath to – Succeed or or explore their own characters and whatever whatever's going on. Um, right. So I guess we can we can kick off. I'm going to switch our view now. Um, and we'll see. you should see a new setting coming up. Yes. Yep. All right. I zoom out as well. Oh, I got the wrong character token. That's okay. Great. I'll bring it down, down a touch. It's a bit too. Uh... Okay, so our camera sort of pans out from our hypothetical party of the future, and we're zooming into a idyllic village. There's a bunch of gnomes, a couple of half-elves. Um, can everyone see this? I, I think... Yes. Yep. Okay, great. Um, and um, they're all gathered around. Two characters. Let's have a look. And um, they that looks like they're, um, they've got parting gifts. There's garlands. Um, some fruit, some wrapped up little parcels, Lord of the Rings elven food type style, but it's not elven, of course, it's, it's gnomish, and some natural produce, some beef jerky, some things, and um, they're <coughs> saying, well, we'll, well, we're sorry to uh, see you go, and, and, and I know we've, you've lived here for so long, all your, all your life, they're, they're, they're looking at you, Morwen. Um, and um, as as um, um, as they look up, what do they? These gnomes, obviously, you know, two feet tall or so, they look up at you when they're offering you some food. Um, what do they see? Can you describe what what your character looks like? Okay, so um, Morwen Kormar is a five foot eleven elf. She is a sea elf. She is. Um, sallowed sort of um, green bluish skin and hair that is a texture of seaweed um, she has a little bit of blush on her cheeks she likes to keep it fancy um, she's wearing all leather armor and uh, you know has a little bow slung around her shoulder um, you'll have to bear with me it takes me a little while to get used to the accent <laughs> like <laughs> takes me a little while for it to get natural uh, she has long pointed ears um she she's um very slender and and elvish looking but also uh has like little gills on the side of her neck which is uh covered on one side by her hair um and showing on the other side um and her ears um they're pointed like elf ears but they also have like little bumps on them uh you know like a a fish gills uh what's it called the the flat things that they swim with Um, she has like that, just a little bit on her ears, like they're kind of ridged, like uh, right. like a fish. So they're like the side fins. Um, yeah, like side fins. Yeah. Okay. And um, you, do you take this this offering? Yeah, of course. Uh, it's really nice to uh, 
receive offerings from all the people that I've grown up with and um, have done trade with in my past. Um, I make sure to take some extra supplies for my friend. Uh, she headed out the day before uh, to scout the path ahead and, and make camp up ahead. So uh, yeah, I'll uh, grab some extra stuff for her. A little, and, uh, little elven girl comes up to you, a little a little gnomish girl comes up to you and says, but Morn, Morn, why do you have to go? Because some people are just made for bigger things, okay? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just, I need to see the world, okay? I, I need, you've heard all the stories from Farmer Joe and, 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 and Captain Hannigan um, of krakens and monsters and, and giant heads full of eyes and all this stuff. I just need to see it. It just sounds fucking cool, okay? I mean, sorry, cool, it sounds cool. Don't repeat that to your mother. <laughs> she says, well, I've, I've saved this, it's a, it's a magic feather from the, from the, the, the Twitter owls. And she the Twitter it, owl? To, 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 to you. I'll treasure it, a, I'll name it Elon. It has a sort of <laughs> mu mu musky smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And, and, and I can send you a message in 140 characters or it's less. A, it's it's magic, and it will remind you. Smell it, and it will remind you of home. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. And she'll sort of bend down because it's a gnome, and you know she's a tall ass yeah. elf. She'll sort of get down on her knees and give her a little hug. Okay. I don't even want to think how small a gnomish child is, yes. like one foot yeah. tall. <laughs> so, well, she sort of. Or I guess she'll just pick her up and. Here, okay. here. All right. Um, Down you go. And you you hear a sort of a, a sound, you know, some sort of sound to your right, and um, your travelling companion, who you've know, learned, come to know in recent times, I don't know whether it's weeks, months, days, or whatnot, um, Elric, and you turn to Elric, and um, Elric, what does uh, Morwen see? What, what's she, what she's seeing when she looks up across at you? Uh, Alaric is um, he's he's normally a, a tall um, furbog. He's uh, got um, kind of a bluish gray skin, and um, you know, kind of has some um, weathered look to him. He's been living, of course, deep in the forest his his whole life. Um, he has dark eyes and hair and long ears that they're not elf-like, but they're more goat-like. They come out on the side of his head. And um, um, normally he towers at about seven and a half feet tall, but anytime he comes into this town, uh, he always uh, shrinks himself a little bit down to more uh, similar sizes. Uh, and so uh, while he's been traveling with um, with Morwen, he's, he's been uh, kind of shrinking himself down to her size. And uh, so he's, um, yeah, he's a bluish gray skin. He's got, um, carries with him a tortoise shell of a shield uh, and a wizard staff. He's clothed in, in, in robes, but he also has leather armor on. Um, and and um, so, yeah, very druid looking. Le leather armor? Yes. And when you say shrinks down and grows up, are you talking about hunching, or does he magically? Do no, it? he actually he actually magically does it. Okay. 
so who, I, will, who will change his uh, um, disguise himself uh, as as fur bogs do. Okay, and um, now I've got on your character. Uh, just going into sort of, I've switched more when across to her rather token in the meantime. So that's what she actually looks like when you look across at her, and made you slightly larger. Um, We'll see, we'll see how that goes. It might get in the way. It might be fine. But um, um, okay. And how long have you been in this village? One of the villagers comes and says, "How long's it been?" <laughs> um, it's been uh, at least since the beginning of last season. Oh. Uh, I don't venture out of the forest very often to bring my uh, wares, but this time I did, and and I met. Uh, Morwen and discussed her her um, adventure with me, right. and the stars say I should go along with it, and so I will. Okay. Um, and I guess the the rest of the gnomes and the and the characters around you all um, uh, sort of step back a little bit and expecting that this is now the time. Uh, what's your passive perception, Alaric? It is fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, and what's yours, Morgan? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, crikey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I've just that on the character sheet, so normally have for the tokens, we'll um, have it on there, so I don't have to keep asking you in times when the assassins are moving, yeah. moving in. Um, <laughs> we we don't miss much. Yeah. I can. No, we're right. a perceptive bunch. I think Salwen has pretty high as well. As the as the um. The um, camera pans back. Um, you can see the villagers sort of part, and they all look as you make your way down the path and off into the into the forest. Um, one of the um, old timers from the village just comes rushing up, and uh, they say, "But um, is it?" We are close to the coast here. Are you are you heading into the big city? Are we? Are we heading into the big city? The um. Uh-huh. Yes, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're uh, we're heading into the city. Uh, Felwyn set off ahead of us, so uh, I guess we'll be meeting her there. Right. She says, "Well, um." The, the road to the south um, does go along the coast. There's cliffs, so just be careful there. Um, most of our... Um, you know, there's not a lot of easy access by boat because it's so rugged, the coastline along here, um, as you know. But um, the, road, the road to the south um, does curve in away from the coast for some time, so don't worry about that. It'll come back eventually. Okay. Um, but it does, Thank you. It does run close to um, the twisted thickets. Oh, that doesn't sound very nice. And um, oh no, yeah, it is. It's it's it is a oh okay a, a, a dense wood, um, and uh, there's a village there that um, if you can. Send this, take this parcel with you, and um, pass it on to Mother Haggle as you move through. Mother Haggle, let me Mother. let me just write that down, and 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 Morwen will take her little notebook out and jot it down. Okay, thank you, Margaret. Don't don't worry, she'll sort of give her a hug. Okay, and um, yes, Mother Haggle, and um, 
she's uh she's a, a um a herbalist from the woods um has always lived there but a, a little community has grown up around her cottage of like-minded mm. individuals um then Alaric um, would do her yeah Alaric, you know you you're right there and you hear of mother haggle and she's nice. definitely some sort of enchanted you know or a or a powerful spell slinger of some sort nature magic um, yeah, so um, Alaric, you've, you would have heard of Mother Haggle. Awesome. Yes. Um, and um, she often, if you're, if you're seeking adventure, she's a, a, a potential source. Uh, many people go to, go to her with um, things that they're after, and if you go and see mm. her, she might have some work for adventurers like yourself. Awesome. Cunning adventurers. Sounds cool. Mm, um, we will go see Mother Haggle. Okay. Is she in the, tw- the thicket or past the thicket? She lives just south of the Twisted Thickets. Oh, just south. Okay, just past it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Little, little inland, and she so then says, "Do I have a map?" After giving that, maybe. Castle. Do I have a map? Maybe like I have cartographer's tools and like map map making um, as my skill. Like yeah. So you might. The, star, have... the stars will tell us the way. Yeah. Follow. <laughs> follow me. Um, Elric, Elric, I'm going to keep okay, saying well, it's going to take a while, sorry. <laughs> sure thing. It's fine, call me what you will. Okay. Um, <laughs> Furbogs have no use for names. <laughs> um, but oh, you're you, one of those guys, huh? Well, when you might have a bit of a sketch, um, you haven't... Crappy map. You haven't got a map from someone else who's plotted yeah. and, and mapped this area yeah. out. But you know that to the north there is a vast area okay. of swamps, and okay. uh, to the it's sort of south. But it's, the yeah. coastline generally goes south, but it's always going to be cool. going in and out. It's not a straight coastline. Cool. And um, to the south it goes through forested areas, and then there is a um, what used to be a fishing fishing village, but they probably would call themselves a town called um, okay. Dragon's Roost. Dragon's first, okay. Yep. And I have cartography as my skill, so I'm gonna like map shit out as I go along. Definitely. And then, and you you can definitely um grow that map as you go, and yeah. um you'll see that online as we cool. catch up for next week. Um, what I did Fun. for another group is I plotted them, and all they had was one dot and the town they started from, and we started to actually yeah. make, make the map as we went along. Um, yeah, that's that that was what I was hoping. Yeah, like. Okay. Right. I t- took map ma- making and she's just going to like start okay. going along as the campaign goes and see how big nice. it gets. But as far as I gave uh, Alaric navigation tools as, as one of his skills because he does use the stars to navigate, uh, but he doesn't have a navigator's kit. Okay. Well, eventually you'll probably come across one or have an opportunity to, but even knowing, but yeah, the, knowing yeah. the stars, you can quite comfortably navigate using the stars without, you know, sextants and all that palaver. Yes. Okay, so the um, camera is going to pan back here. Uh, well, oh, that that is quite back. Okay, um, and we're going to switch now to a different scene. Let me see. To the open ocean. Oh.
Washington and a little bit. And um, there is a dense fog. Um, let me see. I'm just going to go and check. Yeah. So, what can you can you guys see your ship here? Yep. Oh, I can. Fish. Ship in the middle there. Yep. Um, okay. And aboard the ship, there's a crew of you know, 15 or so, and um, there's a captain and he's giving the usual sailing orders, you know, pull this in, rake that in, but it's pretty much as steady as she goes. There's a light wind, um, a, a very dense fog, and um, night is falling. And uh, one of the um, sailors complains and... Um, uh, looks around and says, "Come on, hold on, pull your weight. This is this is uh, this is getting heavy." And he turns around to a um, a slightly built but armoured um, character, Coratan. Coratan, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Um, All right. Um... When he looks at you, Coratan, what does he see? How do? You, what do you? What's your? Uh, yeah, you see a. Um... A fairly intense individual that looks, it's about six foot tall, uh, green eyes, uh, slender, but, but, but like you said, built, I would say slightly sunken features and pretty baggy under the eyes look like a, a person that sort of has trouble sleeping and sort of getting past certain things. Um, and yeah, seems pretty focused on whatever he's thinking about rather than what's going on. Okay. All right, so he, he, this this sailor gets your attention, and um, do you look like a sailor or do you look like a you know a passenger, a traveller? I'm a, uh, I'm definitely a passenger on this boat. Okay. All right. So this guy's just asking you for a bit of a hand because he's like hauling with it. Um, and how do you do? Do you want to give us an athletics check for me? Yeah. Sorry, I was going to switch my screen. Ooh, there first roll of a campaign. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah, great. Heaven. Okay, <laughs> you, you, you give it a haul, but um, the rope starts to slip and it's at, at risk of pulling through your fingers and, you know, getting that rope burn, causing you to let go. Um, your your travelling companion's just nearby if you wanted to call for some... Help. Well, hey, Gungo. And you look over your shoulder and you hear this sort of grunt. Gungo. Can you come and give us a hand here? Okay. We're, we're having a bit of trouble. Um, so, basically, Gungo Gungo's going to have a uh, terrible Spanish accent. <laughs> and, uh, and the main reason he's got a terrible Spanish accent is because I'll have a terrible Spanish accent. Accent. And I'll probably slip in and out of it. So, um, so uh, there is there's his minotaur. Um, um, I was going there. I think is there some typing or something? I think um, he's a uh, yeah, really really muscly, uh, dark brown fur with um, uh, like um, like. Okay. 
sand techniques is Dan Bleaching. Um, he's got uh, across his chest because he's you know he's got a slightly bare chest, and um, he uh, walks up to a uh, uh, Cortan with his you know scary look on his face, but then um, uh, a really a really friendly smile breaks out. And um, he says, "Let me help you, my friend." And uh, he'll he'll grab the rope in one hand, and um, and uh, pull pull it up for him. Okay. Uh, so you want an athletics roll for? Yes, please. Twenty-four. Okay. So, but... is very upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at he just looks at Cortan the other the whole time he's doing it with a smile on his face. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, between the two of you, 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 you never know in a tug of war who's actually pulling their weight. But um, you uh, sit, you sit, you sit down, friend. I'll take care of it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> a lot. And uh, we back through this fog. We'll be we'll be in port soon. Yeah. And no. the the sailor um, up ahead sort of stops and looks to the front of the ship. Have a look there as well. Yeah, we're going to have a look there, obviously. Okay. And and he looks up and um, he says, it looks like there's a bit of a storm brewing. This is very odd that there's, um, you know, winds picking up and it's still foggy. Hmm. I'm sure it's nothing to worry about. I'm staring pensively at the front of the ship. Okay. Freaking out okay. internally. Okay. <laughs> but not sung. <laughs> and let me just pan back a little bit here. Alright. Um Okay. Um, you think you... Uh, let's see, what are your passive perceptions, Gungo? Uh, Eleven. Okay. And what about you, Cortan? Well, twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, you didn't hear anything, but it looks like a sailor up ahead did. That... How far is he? Away. I'm just gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to drag you to a map. Um, yep. Okay. Are you? Can you see that on? Are you okay? Yeah. I'll just. Uh, yes. Oh, it's exciting music as well. Yeah, it sounds like Lord of the Rings. Morwen <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and Elric. Look at that. There are some other crew on board. And you can pick up being one of these if you like. Just tell me which dot you want to be. Oh. And I'll change the name. 
Uh, <laughs> one just above Corte looks good. Uh, I, uh, my whole screen is black. Oh, yeah, okay. So, because, all right, well, what I'll do is I'll just do it. I'll grant you somebody. Yeah, um, just give me someone. You should see now. Yep, yep, yep. I have a black screen. Okay. And I'm going to do the same for you in that case. I want to be this guy because he he looks interesting. (laughs) Mr. Green. Okay. Um... There we are. So you should now see that you're on a fairly short, um, a fairly small sailing vessel. It's got two, uh-huh. it's got two masts and, a, and one of the triangular sails out in front. I'm not going to be using too many nautical terms. The triangle sail. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> 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 As you can see, I did all my homework. Um, yeah. But there's, there's two up the front um, mounting up to the bow. And they look like they're sort of peering around, sort of left and right. And you said they heard something? Oh, yeah. You don't know if they heard something, but they're looking looking attentive, like looking out. Okay. Well, I think I would go up and ask them if they saw anything. Okay. Um, You you should be able to move the character. Yep. Hey guys, can you see anything out there? Um, one of them turns to you and says, um, oh, No, I'm, I'm sure it was nothing. And the other one says, I'm certain of it, there was a mast. A mast? In the fog. Hmm. So you think there's another ship? Perhaps. Perhaps. It's an ill wind and an ill mist. How far away from port do we think? Um, you've been sailing for many days um, and uh, along the coast. So you would be, you would expect, you know, it's out, the, the coast is out of sight. But like we're we're heading for a destination, like for a city or you're you're, you're travelling along the coast uh, from the from the south um, uh, northward. On the ocean. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Rebecca, Ed, do you want to do anything? You are blue and red, respectively. You should be able to click on those characters. You might want to check that you can you got you can move them around. Having a little connection issues, so. Okay, all right. Which, you... where's, where's my token? I think it's uh, this one here. Yeah. That's okay. All right, you're in the drink. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, I see. There's Hello. two of us there. Yeah, my uh, I can put my token, but it doesn't have like a character sheet or anything. No, no, that's okay. 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 You won't need it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Okay, so... Um, Rebecca, Ed, do you want to do a perception roll for me, please? We're getting... working out the dice. Yeah, you can just roll it based on your own character. A two. A two, okay. So my own character, hang on. And we got Hang on. Sorry, everything being weird. That's okay. Um, I can. I saw. I saw the two from the. I rolled a nineteen and beyond. It should be coming through. Oh, I can see it. Time. Okay, so um. There we go. Uh, Seaman Ed, you look to the south and you definitely heard some oars dipping, um, and the flap of a sail directly to the south of your location, to the bottom of screen. And it's at that point, or oh, pan us back. That the outline of another ship comes into view. Oh, there we are. Can you see it? Oh, oh yeah. yes. <laughs> It's a big old ship. And you hear um, the clear sounds of uh, alarm go up over your ship as this other ship um, sort of pulls alongside. And um, what did you roll? 18 on the perception. You see this face um, over near the the, uh, the tiller, oh, no, the, the helm, and there's these hulking brutes on, on baluster at the back. And um, the captain of your ship says, Man, the baluster! Um, pull out, uh, lock in the carronade. And you've sort of heard these terms before. You know about baluster, they've been around for centuries. But carronade's one of those new fandangled apparatus that fires metal balls. And one of these, one of these sailors um, comes rushing over to you, Ed. And he's and he's and he's hauling a box and he drags it along and he opens it up and there's this metal tube, basically like a mini cannon, and but it's mounted on a swivel. And on the side of your ship, there's some mount points and that. And he says, "Give us a hand, will you?" Okay, I'll gladly help them. Okay, can you give give me an athletics with advantage? You could just roll two d twenties and and I'll adjust it based on your your pirate skills. All right. I don't know why it's not copying over to roll 20. And what I'll do is get everyone to roll initiative. Okay. Click on your token. What do you have to do? Yes, click on your token. token. (laughs) I'm happy for you to just add yourself in as your main character from D&D Beyond. That's no problem. So gun goes on seven. Got a Coratan nine. Ed and Rebecca. Ooh, 21. Okay, I'll do the same for myself.
Okay, sorting, descending. So it'll be Ed, then the uh, crew of the enemy ship, then um, Rebecca, Coratan, and Gungo. I'd better add in the other crew of the other ship. Ooh, okay. I do get some. Allies. Add. And they're going on eight. Okay, so um, Ed, what do you want to do? You've got this carronade. Okay, am am I Alaric here, or am I just, just a silly character? Just just, just a, a a general sailor. Okay, I'll. Uh, not sure what I can do. Just um, I can continue to help. Um, okay. Well, this with this, the uh, this guy, catapult. Okay, this guy that's with you carries it over, so you can, you can move as a pair, um, and lock it in place. And he says, oh, "You're as good as me here." And he book. It gets a ball out and, and, and loads it in. And they're about an inch across and he loads about um, feeds feeds a, a packet of them into the front into the end of it. And he says I pray to Umberly your aim is true. And Elric, okay. I'm gonna get you to roll a two hit roll. I'm happy for you to use your dex uh, just, just roll a d20. We'll, we'll go from there. Okay. You can get to raw dice rolls. Oh, oh, nineteen. Nice. Okay, so good. this is a carronade, and um, there's probably been cannons have been invented a long time ago by gnomes, but they've always been curiosities. Um, uh, black powder was an alchemical thing had to be made by mages or artificers and only in the last 50 years or so has it been able to be mass produced but in that time it's just ex exploded <laughs> um, um, and they seem to be on many ships that can afford to get them um, obviously it's a finite resource the powder but um, these carronades are very short range but they do a lot of damage it's basically like a sawn-off shotgun for a ship and this um, this um, carronade just boom, blasts through and you can see rigging and deck and um, um, the uh, gunwales right where the stairs are directly across that lead up to the up to the ship. And can you roll me uh, 2d10, please, for damage? 2d10? Yep. Nice. All right. So that's going to do 20 damage to both the ship and to people in the air of the crew. And um, two crew drop dead as a result of that. A shot. Okay. Nice. Um, I'm just going to zoom this back out here. Now, now that we're, everything can be seen, I'm going to take the... Um, dynamic lighting away, but you just have to bear with me that there is um, mist and, and seas. Mm. Okay, so that's Ed. Um, oh, okay. These ogres go, um, and one of them swivels a. It's it's marked as a baluster on the on the on the deck, 
Um, but it's not. It's um, it's a light cannon. And there is one, two, three, four. Okay, and it goes into Morwen, your vicinity. Where are you? Oh, you're up at the front there with the two leaders. Okay. Alright, so this cannon goes blasting away. Um, you, uh, Rebecca, can you roll a um, d20? This is for a dexterity saving throw. It's like a mini fireball. What happens is it blasts into the deck. Um, and sort of exploding um, wood goes flying everywhere. Oh, natural one. Okay. Oh. Um, Koratan, you look over your over your uh, shoulder, and you see um, your one of the sailors um, cop a piece of wood straight through the head, and it disappears out the other end, and she falls over the rail backwards and into the sea. Wow. Nasty. Um, at that point, these doors open up all along the side of the ship, probably about five of them, and you hear the captain uh, maniacally, um, almost laughing with glee, say, fire! And all along the line, these are, these are heavy cannons, and there's five of them, and they just go, poof, and there's this massive um, explosion. Everybody, um, they're, they're, you're hearing... Uh, you go deaf momentarily, and um, everyone on the ship needs to make a saving throw. This is enough to cover the whole ship. So that's the other ship fired at us, right? Yes, yeah, the other ship fired at you. Okay, yep. So what are we going to do? Make a deck save? Dexterity? Yeah, dexterity saving throw. 18 for Gangarondo. Okay. Oof. And you get wow. 10. Okay, Coratan. Yuck. Oh, that's just their saves. <laughs> yeah, I got 10. Okay. Should be up there. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah, 10 yeah. and a 10. Elric's got a 20. And I'm dead. You're dead. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Wow. Uh, let's see. Um, where's this going? One, two, three. Four. Okay, Gungarondo, Gung, Gungarondo, your half of the ship from the back half is going to take uh, 27 or 10, 13. Okay, so Gungo's down. Gungo goes unconscious, um, but is on deck. Um, bandits? It, it, as, it, as it's coming in and explodes, he just shouts out, God damn, look up! Yeah. <laughs> Cortan, um, you're protected a little bit up at the front there, so you're going to take 13, and Ed, same for you. Uh, you'll take half as, or quarter as well. Um, so 13? Yep, and 7 for you, Ed. So you oh, can, I'm down. Uh, okay. What kind of damage? Uh, it'll be 7 for you, so it should be leave you on 3 hit points. Yeah. And Gungo um, and Cortan, you see bandits around you, f you know, flying in pieces. Probably the ones down the f down near the um, the helm. I think it's the helm uh, where the captain is. Um, but this was enough damage to just blast your blast your rocks. Hey, what we're going to say? Sorry, I think you're still alive. I am. 
I was asking if it was um can you hear me okay? I had to take off my headset because it was Yeah. Yeah. No okay. If it was fire damage or something like that. Um no, this is force. Uh force, force. is probably yeah. magical. It's probably uh piercing. Or something. Yeah, piercing? yeah. This is yeah, no, this is I... exploding wood, so Got it. Never mind. I was yeah. wondering if I could absorb elements on that. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, it's not fire. It's not elemental. Okay. Yep. Um, and you can s- and looking for you that this ship starts to sail around, and you clearly see, uh, and all of you, uh, this maniacal captain is a tiefling. Uh, he's got a um, sort of purplish. Um, purplish skin, not that deep purple, but quite quite light. It's definitely far from red that many tieflings look. Um, and uh, dressed in the full um, pirate, you know, captain regalia. Um, and um, for the two of you player characters, um, that's as your um, as it goes lights out for you. Um, now. I'm going to crank the music down for this disaster. <laughs> and as the world goes dark for both of you. And I'm going to jump back to the real um, Mormon and Ellery. Hello there. Now you should see here, or well you probably can't at the moment, November. I'll just drag your characters on there. Morwen. And you're, um, you've been travelling for a few days, following the coast. You're not walking along the beach. Um, how's that looking for you right now? Shift ping to show you where you are. Um, I still can't see anything. Oh, okay. Still dark mm-hmm. on my end. Ah. Bear with me one sec. No, this should be right. Let me just check. Can you see my ping mark? Yeah, but there's nothing on it. Yeah, that's black screen. That is bizarre. Maybe when you changed us to the other characters, it did something? Yeah, it could have. How about now? Oh, yep. Yep. Can you see your characters? Can you move them? Yeah. Okay. So um, you're traveling along a beautiful coastline. Um, there's a few little sandy coves you've found, places you probably could pull up a, a boat, but um, mostly it's rocky cliffs. And at this point, I'm going to switch to you, Gungo. Um, obviously, you've been knocked unconscious in this um, in this 
in the dark of night as a as a as a storm was brewing, and you finally come back to your consciousness, or you're starting to, and you can feel um, cold, and you can hear a roar, and uh, you you can feel a pressure like sandpaper on your on your enormous fingers, palms, and you sort of clench your fingers and and you feel sand. Um, you lift your head and um, it's weary and cramped and cold and you feel this roar coming and you sort of open your eyes and it's blinding white everywhere you look but you realise it's white sand. And... Um, uh, you're on half hit points. You can adjust that to whatever your your max is. Okay. And there you are. Uh, okay. On this, so and you um, and you feel this, and then suddenly this whoosh, a wave washes over your legs and up your body. And you sort of tumble a little bit. It's quite big. There's surf. Um, okay. And I think uh, he'll just um, stand up, shake himself off, shake himself dry, yep. or, or as dry as he can, and um, look around and then he'll just shout, Gordon! Okay. And you look around um, and, and you stand up and Elric, Morwen, that's, you see this hulking minotaur stand up. You can see the horns um, and he's clearly just washed up on the beach. Cortan. Um, yeah. You feel movement. You know, that sway that you feel when there's a bit of a tide and then suddenly, and you can also hear this and then and suddenly you're sort of washed away as as um, You've got a, a piece of rope wrapped around your wrist. You're on half hit points, half of whatever your maximum is. Yep. And um, it looks like uh, you're on this square platform of wood, all completely smashed around at the, at the lengths of it. And, um, and you've been woken up because something, um, you, you, something smashed into your, into your calf, which is, uh, both legs are sort of dangling into the water. And you open your eyes and look around. There's um, lines of white foam as the waves wash across you. And um, you lift up your foot and look at it, and it looks like something has rasped across it with sandpaper. Um, on... I'm on debris, basically, floating on debris. Is that what you're saying, yes. saying to me? Yeah. Yeah. Can I see, am I sort of uh, perceptive or awake enough that I can see the shore yeah, from you, where I am? You, or? you blink a couple of times and sure. um, and then you can see a line of cliffs, a line of beautiful green yep. forest trees, that sort of dusty green of, of seagrass. Um, well, and finally, you, yeah. hear, you hear a voice roar out, Coraton! <laughs> well, well, I'm going to do my best 
now that I've gathered myself and I'm awake to surf these waves into the shore. Well, you're not, you're probably not much of a surfer. No, um, no, not at all. <laughs> right. um, Elric and Morwen, I'm just going to jump into the cone of silence with you both for now. Uh, let's see. Which only means, yeah, okay. Bear with us for a second. Uh, Ed is having issues with them. Okay. For some reason, oh yeah, there we go. Okay, Mormon, can you hear me? Hello. Okay. Um, you're standing up on the cliff top and you're looking down. It's not a huge cliff. It's, you know, maybe 30 feet or so. And you can see that there are a number of sharks circling this character on the debris out in the water. And as he paddles his hand, uh, you can see one of them sort of circles in and starts heading towards his, his arm. Shit. Okay. And, um, and with that, I'll, I can move us back and you can say. Okay. Okay. Or can you move yourself back? Okay. Uh, are you back with us? Yes. Okay. All right. So, um, so Coratan, you start sort of paddling with your hands, just flapping, flapping them as you see fish do. Um, or thinking of the rowboats that you've you've been obviously in backwards and forwards on this sailing ship. You've been in little rowboats before, um, oh. and you can swim. You know, but, but although we're bearing in mind that you, you know you're quite exhausted and you've just been blown to smithereens, um, and there's this injury on your calf. It's bleeding a little bit. Um, yep. Morwen, is there anything you want to do? I don't think you've got to hear me from here, right? 150 no, feet? No, um, okay. you can um, You can try. You can try to... Um, okay. Don't tell me what you're going to yell out. You can just um, tell me you're going to yell out, and then we can see if, you can, if I can hear you. Yeah. She's going to sort of get as close to the edge of the cliff as she can without falling over. Okay. And uh, scream out, Hey! <laughs> hey, buddy! All right. Can you roll, hey! can you roll an athletics for me? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> no acrobatics. <laughs> no, it's not dodgy. Great. Eleven. Okay. Um, I, I'll let you use constitution instead of um strength if you if you. My strength is higher than my constitution. Okay. Um, so you yell out something. Um, it can't be heard, but um, Gunga, yeah. you hear it, and you you don't even know what she said. But you can see a figure up on the cliff, you know, waving, waving two figures on the cliff, yeah. waving their arms. Uh, and um, can he see Cortan as well? Uh, yes, you can. You can see Cortan out to sea. Um, what uh, she would also—I was going to also like shoot an arrow 
try okay. and shoot at one of the sharks because it's uh, within my 150 feet range. Okay, roll. Through. I can sh shoot 130 feet. All right, roll, so roll he he is just in there. Um, uh, right. Uh, ten. Okay, so you just see it. There's there's two figures on the cliffs, and one of them looks to be shooting arrows at Cortan. Uh -huh. Um. Okay, Gungo's just going to shout out, "Stop shooting at my friend!" <laughs> and like he's just going to start running into the water towards Cortan. Okay. No sharks! Go the other way! No. Okay. Um. If you want to move, you can, um, Morwen. You can try and make your way down this cliff. Or you can, uh, or you yeah. Can, or you can move to over. Well, as soon as you hit the greenery, you can move at regular speed. Yeah, um, sure. well, I... Not risk falling. I can try. How, uh... Sh sure. Um, well, is it much of a climb down here? Yeah, I have a yeah. big adventures shit it and is, all that. It is a climb, and it is possible to fall 30 feet or so. Is that a lot? Uh, it's enough to kill you. <laughs> uh, well, I'll uh, walk around then, I mean... <laughs> okay. So, one, two, three, four... No. You can, if you come down to about here, then you can, you can. Where's here? See where the, where the shift ping is. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. And then uh, I'll try and hit one of the sharks again. Okay, I'll get everyone to roll initiative at this point. I think we'll. I'll, yeah. I'll just clear the initiative out. Mobile turns clear. <coughs> My roll's dog shit today. Cortan and um, Gungo, you'll have to try and ignore this shark talk. That's nonsense. Sure. Watch out. Watch I, I, out. Think, I think it is. I think it is much. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! What is with my rolls today? What did you get? Um, a three. Six. Okay, so she oh, keeps raining but... fire down on Cortan, but clearly missing. That's just initiative, not um. Oh, for hitting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so we've got the three of you in there. I better add. Yeah, and then I'll. Should I roll my hit also? Uh. Just not yet. Or not uh, for the previous, like, pre-initiative thing. Hang on. Where was it? Nemo. Well, I don't want to be, I want to be innocuous. Okay. Now, Gungo and Moran, what are your dex bonuses? Tiebreaker. Uh, plus one. Okay. Uh, plus five. Oh my god. Uh, plus three. Sorry, plus three. Okay. All right. So, um, Cortan, can you roll an athletics for me for your paddling? Yeah, average. Okay. Um, where's that? Thirteen. Uh, if you call it out to me, because I'm not. I'm... Yeah, that's all right. Thirteen. Okay. And uh, so that's not that's pretty good. You considering your state, um, your. Swishing as much as you can, and you move one, two, three, four, five, six, thirty feet. Um, that's a full dash, you know, on a plank, on a plank, on a plank in the ocean. Um, your passive perception is that twelve? Am I right? It's, yeah, it's twelve. Okay. All right. So you don't spot anything, Nemo, at, at this point. Um, which Hi guys, I'm back. Ah, hello. Oh, good. Okay. I'm um, still waiting for my disc to reload on my PC. So no worries. 
we're yes. in, we're in yes. initiative. You can add yourself in when you can, and we'll just we'll just add you in when you <coughs> when you when Sorry. you can get in there. Okay. Ready. All right. So I'll slot you in straight now. Um, so right. so Elric, you're walking along. I don't know how much you caught of that. You're walking along cliffs, overlooking a beautiful coast with uh, Morwen. You see a minotaur washed up on the beach, stand up and then call out, Cortan, Cortan, where are you? And uh, you look out to sea, you can see this uh, human sort of size-shaped figure on a piece of floating debris um, with reef sharks swimming all around him. Oh, okay. And um, he starts to get on his, you know, get on his knees and start to paddle. Um, and you can see there's even a line of, of uh, blood in the water that he's leaving as he as he paddles. Um, Morwen has notched an arrow and tried to and tried to yell out a warning and has fired a couple of shots at the sharks. Um, all this gungo has just this minotaur character has watched these longbow arrows sail from the cliffs over and land near his pal. Uh oh. <laughs> okay. Am I up then? Yeah, I'm just going to uh, follow. I, just, I don't think there's anything I can do from a distance. Um, no, um, you can dash, and if you follow the line of the cliffs, um, you can go to the south, uh, southwest. Pretty much following that shady cliff line to the south and get to where Morwen is. If you dash, you can move another 30 feet as well, another six squares. Because by, okay. by then you're down at ground level. And then I'll think this is, um, I'll dash. Okay. So that'll put me here. Yes, halfway along the beach. Gungo, you see this large figure, a fur bog, um, come rushing along the beach. Towards you. Isn't, I don't think you're carrying a weapon or menacingly, Alaric. No, I'm carrying my staff. So, okay. all right. Um, which means um, leaves us to Morwen. Oh, if you want to yell anything out, Alaric, you can. Um. How far away is he from the shore? Uh, let's see. In a direct line, about 80 feet or so. Okay. Uh, I, won't, I won't yell anything yet. Okay. All right. Sorry. Okay, you don't need anything yet. So, Morwen, what do you want to do? Um, yeah, I'm gonna run another thirty feet. Uh, this away, or the, this this away, whatever is. So I'm not behind this dude. Uh, I think it's like here. Um, yeah, I'm gonna shoot another arrow and shout like while I'm shouting. Sharks! Uh, Sharks! Get the fuck out of there! <laughs> um, what the hell? Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, thank God. It's 22 to hit this time. You hear that at that point. Yeah, and there's a 22 to hit this time. Oh, okay. Um, can you um, roll damage? Yeah. Four. I got a, a one. I rolled a one on my D8. Ah, four damage. Going really well today. Mm. Okay. Um, but you do, you damage it. Um, 80. And that is your turn. Gunko, you hear sharks, sharks. And looking out, you definitely see some fins poking out of the water and they're circling around. Uh, he'll um, narrow his eyes and say, Got that, sharks! And he'll just start running out there towards him. Okay. So, um, what is that normal movement rate? Um, with athletics roll or? You can use oh. normal movement. What do you mean? Are you swimming out to sea or? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, going to rush out to, to help Rort in. Okay, so after you go about 10 feet, um, then you need to be swimming. And so that'll be half your normal movement, right? Unless you've got a swim. Okay, speed. so. Um, so that'll be 15 or hand. So 10 feet, which will leave him 20. So he'll be able to move 20 feet. Which is his movement rate, so that'll be um, about there. Oops. Um, to there. Yep. Um, uh, and then, yeah, I guess with his action, he is just going to keep trying to get out there. So he'll go another 20 feet. Uh, no, 15 more feet. So I'll just move him out. Out there, I think. Okay. Yep, that's as far as he can go. Alright, so you're now swimming, swimming, swimming. Um, right, this um, large hammerhead comes sailing in and smashes into your piece of flocks and coratan. You can clearly see it now. Um, you can roll athletics to try and hang on, or acrobatics to try and keep your balance. All right. Sorry, would you say athletics or or acrobatics? Or acrobatics. I think um, yeah, definitely athletics for me. Okay. Fifteen. Yeah, good. All right. So you um. What was that? Was it athletics? Yes. Okay. That was athletics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this shark smashes into the into the um, into the piece of flotsam that you're sitting on, and it sort of flips and spins and stuff. Doesn't turn over. Doesn't turn upside down, and you manage to cling to it with enough strength that has you have remaining that you don't get tossed into the sea, and it continues and swims underneath you. Oops. Another one come turns around and just swims un, under your raft. Um, and another one turns back on itself and um, starts to circle around. And it's sort of angling towards to, in Gungo's direction. Coratan, what do you want to do? You do have all your gear. It's in our sort of... Uh, I was going to ask that, yeah. It's, t it's, it's tied to the... Um, to the piece of railing that's poking out of the debris that you're on. They're not. They're not close enough that I could 
hit them with a weapon? It'd have to be a throwing weapon or it'd something have like to that. Be a ranged weapon, but um, yeah. you could always pull out a sword and ready an attack to have one swing as something comes within range. Mm. Which one was the one that's been hit? Um, the smaller of the two hammerheads. Oh, the one that's heading for Gungo, or the hammerhead, smaller hammerhead. The smaller hammerhead. Right. I think I'm. I, th I think I'm going to have to ready in action with the great sword with my great sword. Okay. Yeah, right, I so think that's what I'll do. You pull out. So you pull out a great sword. That's a two-handed weapon. So you're. Oh uh, yeah, well that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever? If you ever I didn't even think about that. Stand up paddle boarding. You're standing there with a great sword in your hand, trying to get. <laughs> Um, you can try. You can try it, but it'll mean you would have to roll either an, an acrobatics or. You know, yeah, no, I might. I, the, you know, I might. It's probably smarter for me to javelin than to okay. ready the javelin. Well, you could throw a javelin now if you wanted to. That's... Yeah, I'll. Yeah, okay. I'll throw a javelin. In it. I, I got to go for this big one. Yeah. Uh, the the one that's that I'm pinging now is. Uh, right. Yep. That's the injured one. Oh yeah, that hammerhead there. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for that one. Okay, roll to hit. <sighs> Oh, that was terrible. That was a nine. Okay, that misses, and it means your awesome. um, your One javelin, javelin, javelin goes sailing into the deeps. Yeah. Um, Elric. Um, Elric will run to the coast. Okay. And I don't know much about swimming speed just treat it as half your movement you know how to swim you've swum before um, but you're not a natural swimmer like a fish or something so it's just half your movement right okay so I'm, I'm 30 feet brings me right to the shore and I'm going to try uh, I don't know if they'll be able to hear me but I want to yell at the shark to um, to um, and use furbog magic here okay to um, communicate with them. Okay. And it's limited uh, communication, so I think I need to make a charisma. And what are you trying to... Uh, do they understand your language? Is it like speak with animals, but it's something else? No, what it, what it says uh, is that you can communicate in a limited manner with beasts, plants, and vegetation. They can understand your words, but can, you cannot understand them in return, and you have advantage on charisma checks. So okay. what I'm going to try to do is... Vince, these sharks that he's not worth it. I'm going to be hollering, "Don't eat! He's not. He's not. He won't taste good." Get out of it, you mongrel! <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's poison. <laughs> he's 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 not good for you. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll let you try that on each of the sharks rather than as a as a as a group. Um, with a okay. So, do you want to go to the uninjured one, the one that's closest to you, um, and try that? Try to persuade them. So, can you roll okay, yeah. persuasion with advantage? Okay, persuasion. Uh, and I don't have a good. Unless, <laughs> but I'll try it. Okay, that's pretty good. All right. So seventeen. Okay. I see my rolls. All right, and this shark says, "If you say so, boss." And it, <laughs> and, it, and, it's, and it starts to cruise off down the coast. 
No respect. Okay, so Elric has persuaded a shark to depart. What do you want to do? I guess we make good travelling companions then. Morrowind's gonna dash. She has a swimming speed of 30 feet, so she can just use her full movement to go all the way. So you can just yeah, 60 feet there. So Morwen comes Anna. running past you, Baywatch style, or, you know, yeah. life, life, yeah. lifesaver style. And yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's going to dive under the water. Oh. And, yeah, and she's going to, like, the same, uh, she had the same plan. She's going to use her friend at the sea. She can communicate with any... Uh, Creature that has a swimming speed, Oof. and uh, yeah, and just ch- shout, "Get the hell out of here!" Okay, now you gone. are you trying to persuade it, so friendly sort of In- thing, or are oh you no, intimi- she's, intimidating she's, it? Yeah, she's going for intimidating. Okay, get get out of here, you you <laughs> pest. Okay, you roll up some newspaper. Um, You've got you ready. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> That's what I should have done. I should have tried to punch you in the face. That's what you're supposed <laughs> to do. She ain't very intimidating. Okay. Uh, just like her traveling companion, she is not a charismatic woman. Okay. <laughs> That's a two. Oh, no. Minus one. Okay. Three minus one for a two. Okay, so the shark um, hears you, uh, but um, yeah, it doesn't seem to change it changes action or its angle. Um, Gungo, you've seen one of these sharks all um, uh, just take off after the furbolg just told it to. Um, and you can see one that's sort of heading, uh, just swam underneath Cortan. What do you want to do? Uh, okay. Um, so I think, well, how far does Gungo feel like he could throw a rope? Um... I'm not sure. You could roll in athletics, and we'll we'll see. Give me athletics with it, okay? Um, sure. Strength based. Strength based. Yep. Yep. Um, so how far is he? He's just over my hand. Let's do that better. Fifty. Yep. So he'll get out his. He'll get yeah. He'll get out his rope. Okay. Um. And um. <laughs> he could look really stupid doing this. All right, he'll, he'll, he'll move. He'll move in a bit. He can move for, okay. uh, first. So it's a bit. You're in water in polo style, closer. though. You're having to tread water now um, to throw yep. your rope, so you don't have like footing. To... He's he's six foot eight, so he could probably. I don't know how far can he get out before he where, where he is there. Is he treading water there or? Oh, you can just move maybe back five feet where it's a bit lighter. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he might be able to reach him with the rope then. Um, Okay, that different tactic then. He's just going to um, move over here a bit um, and just um, start slapping the water. Okay. And start, you know, start shouting, shucky, shucky, shucky! <laughs> okay, all right. Um, <laughs> can you roll a nature for me? Uh, nature. Okay. <laughs> One. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay. This is level one play, but rolling ones won't help even at high level. Okay. 
Um, so you try to attract the shark. These are the two that are actually circling around for Cortan. Um, oh. This one goes about 10 feet, curves a little bit, bends around and then angles in. Coming straight for you, Cortan. Uh, comes within range of your of, of you. Um, but you're not wielding your sword now. You threw the javelin, didn't you? Yes. All right. So, but you're you're full. You're not dangling your foot in the water anymore, asleep. So um, it nudges, and you need to roll a um, either an athletics or a acrobatics just to hang on. Ooh, nine. Nine. Okay, so you guys see this shark bump, and that, and it keeps on swimming. It's this is the the way that sharks predate. Uh, but Cortan is now in the drink. Um, Cortan, what do you want to do? Oh no, that was it. Uh, let's see. There's another one circling around. Yeah, the big one. Yeah. The music we've got playing is just called Dangerous. <laughs> okay. And the hammerhead comes sailing in at your dangling legs. It dives down a little bit and then comes in and um, bunts into you with, this, with the front of it. What is your armor class? 16. Okay. I'm presuming I've still got armor on. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. 16. Okay, bunts into you, but you pull your leg aside just as it does, and um, and you're not sure what this what this thing is, but as it bumps into you, you realise this is probably what happened to your leg. Um, right. They're very rough, and it's like sandpaper hitting you, and that's, that's how they have a bit of a taste and see whether you're chewable or not before they go right. chomping down. Uh, but it missed, and um, it's your turn. What do you want to do? I am... Making it for the for the shore, I think. Okay, so you can move. Um, you can dash thirty feet if you just want to. Yeah, I'll just uh, how far is that? So I guess about sixty to sixty. Yeah, you'll get halfway. About here. Yeah. Yep. And I'll put your little raft in there too, so you know where that is. Yep, I think that's about right. Yeah, that's about right. Okay. Now, your little satchel of stuff is on the raft. Oh. <laughs> but it's safe. All tied on. So you're swimming, both hands. Psh, psh, psh. Um, and you've made 30 feet. Alaric. All right. Alaric is going to... How far out? Well, no, he's, he's fine right there. He's going to raise his staff up and speak something in um, Furbolg that nobody understands and couldn't cast Entangle around that shark and have all the seaweed uh, come up and right. around him. Okay, Entangle. Nice. And he'll have to make a strength save throw. Okay. If you allow 
What's the area of the entangle? It's 20 feet. All right. So there's, there's all this weed, and there's plenty of it around, uh, comes up from below yeah. and um, flaps onto this shark. Reef shark. What does it need? Oh, A natural 20. 13. Oh, ah, beat it. Swine. <laughs> that's... Okay, so the shark. only the thirteen. Yeah, so the shark's not entangled. It is difficult going still, so it'll be half speed while it's in it, I believe. Yeah. Um, yes. It's difficult it's, terrain, so it's not. Yeah, difficult terrain, so it's, but it's not held in place. Morwen. Um. So Morwen is kind of underwater, and she's just, I guess, like gonna swim like lightning fast past um. Uh, Alaric, okay. uh, kind of like a mermaid, you know, like just zoom past, you just see like a ripple in the water above where she's swimming and she's going to position herself next to um, our buddy over here. Okay. Uh, so you, yeah. you'll get to... Yeah, pretty pretty much, yep. yeah, next door. And then she's going to um, just use her like... She, yeah, can she just draw her... her uh, Weapons like yeah. her short swords. Yeah, sure. Short swords. Yep. Need to remember to like really overpronounce the R in American. <laughs> short swords. Okay. And uh, yeah. All right. Just, so, um, Cortan, you yeah. see this um, uh, elf that you saw dive into the water now pop up next to you, and with a short sword in either hand, I believe. Gungo. All right. Um, he'll see this. Fish lady swim past, and he'll go, What was that? <laughs> and he, he'll just start running over there still. Okay. Um, uh, probably, yeah, well. 30 foot to dash. 30 foot to dash. Yep. That's what I'm. Um, no, actually, what he'll do is he'll move 15, and he'll just um, more hold the. And he'll just hold action to. Um, uh, if a shark comes in, he's yeah. just going to try and grab it. Okay. He's going to try and pick it up. <laughs> okay. Half Nelson. Full Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Grab it by the tail. <laughs> okay. So this shark, uh, let's see. What's reef shark speed is? So, one, two, three, four, Okay. It's, um, it pulls its way out of the weed, spins around, um, and that weed has slowed it down so much so that it is angling in towards the characters. Elric, you're probably highest being standing on the beach. Um, it's angling into the characters, but um, had to move so slowly through that weed that it's, it's not got there. The other one. One, two, three, four. Okay, is is also angling in as well. Um, that's them. Neither of them getting in range. Cortan. I think. I think I'm going to stay here and ready in action to grab a shark as well. To be honest. Okay. Because I got no weapons, so. Yes. Um, yep. The. Because I don't. I don't. I don't want to leave these people either. Yeah. Okay. Now your token's at 12 hit points, and what we'll do, just as a convention, is we'll use the token to track your current hit points. So as you take damage, you should be able to adjust the health yourself. See if you can oh, yeah. oh. 
See if you can click on it and change your... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And if everyone else watches it, you'll see him bleed out, and the little ring around him will go yellow or orange or red, depending on how badly damaged he is. Okay, am I still at three hit points? Uh, no, no, you're at full, because that wasn't you. That was um, you just role-playing a sailor for me, an NPC for a time. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. But Gungo and Cortan were there on the ship. Um, yeah. Okay, and do you want to move at all? You can still... You don't have to if you want to ready an action, but you can still move as well. Yeah, I'm gonna move. Yeah, I will. You keep swimming if you and, want to do a little bit. And that's yeah. Um, It'll only be fifteen. 15 yeah, fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna move. You can use your arrow keys to move around, which will move you one square at a time. Then you can easily count your three. Oh, you're, sw oh, yeah. you're swimming out to sea. Oh, I'm just I'm I want to get my stuff back. Oh, to right. be honest. Yeah, okay. But but I'm just I'm gonna <laughs> position myself in this. I figure I can take on this little shark. Okay, Morwen and and Gungo, you see him sort of start to swim off. Uh, if you want to shout anything out, you're just a short phrases out of initiative. Oh, Dad, wrong way! Get your shit! I'll get your shit. Just go to the beach, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, Elric, what do you want to do? Um, <laughs> how much I can I do here? Um, I can I move my? I will have to cast it again. I can't move my entangle. So no, you can't move it. You can. You'd have to just cast it again. All right, and I only have to do spell slots. So uh, I am going to try it again, though, on on the big hammerhead. Alright, well, you, no, you, just... you should be able to position this yourself. Do you want to see if you can move it? Um, uh, I can't seem to grab it. Okay, alright. Um, try. I'm just going to do this now because then when you cast Entangle, it'll show up in your. Like if you search for Entangle, in your, it'll show up in your library and you can drag it out there yourself. Have a, have a crack at it. How does Entangle work in water, by the way? Because is it just like roots coming all the way from the sand all the way up yeah. to him? Or is it just around him? It's like... from the surface, Maybe. but there's, it's shallow enough yeah. that um, a 20 by 20 cube, you know, it'll, um, yeah. it, it's reaching up and grabbing him from underneath. Great. So, okay, so great. I'm going to put it right there. Awesome. And, um, and um, yeah, so and he's also going to move 30 feet right here. Okay. All right, so yeah. Okay, so this shark is sailing through. What does it need? Uh, thirteen. I beats it again. Kill on me. Okay, so Elric, you've done the. You've, you've cast your your weeds. Morwen, what do you want to do? Uh, I was gonna go underneath it. Well, I can't do that now, so I'm going to just hold my turn until after the shark has moved okay. out of the ship. <laughs> now, you should see, I'm just changing it so that you can um, see the health of these things. So... Yeah. So I'll just go after the shark. Which one? Uh, The big one, the... 
I'll just hold. I'll just hold my turn till then. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, till it's moved. Okay. Gunko. Um. Okay. Oh, I think um. He's gonna do the same again. One, two, three. Move past the fish lady. Yeah. Um and shouting at Gordon this way. <laughs> um. And, what uh, are you doing? Get to the shore! <laughs> I saved my friend! <laughs> uh, and uh, he... Um, so loyal. <laughs> um, and he'll do the same, but just take a ready action and try and grab a shark if it comes near him. Okay. Uh, Cortan, one comes for you. Yep. Um, you are readying a grapple, I believe. Yep. Okay. Roll to... Your st- opposed strengths, you can do that now. Let's see what that was. That's okay. shitty. Eight. You get, a, you, you get an eight, and it's a slippy little sucker because uh, it gets a 20. <laughs> oh, jeez. You're rolling amazing. It rolls, it rolls to hit and bites you with a 16. Oh. And does five, five damage. Oh, that's not good. That ain't good at all. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm on one. Okay. All right. Um, the other one. Let's see. What's the quickest way out of here? I don't think it's going to come th- through. One, two, three. That clears it. Four. Two, three, four. It's angling in at this bleeding legged Coratan. Coratan, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Oh, it's it's my turn. I I, I uh oh, hold okay. my action oh, turn until okay. after the shark. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now the shark's moved. Yep. Uh, Morwen is gonna. Should I like put myself on the same square as the shark? Because she's like gonna be underneath it. Um. On like yeah, the that, same. Yeah, that's fine. Square. Okay, so she's gonna swim over here. Uh, okay. thirty feet underneath the shark, okay. and she's gonna use her uh two weapon fighting to do uh like one two. Like slashes underneath nice. the shark on its like soft underbelly. Okay, roll it. Um, she's not yeah, not trying to kill it. Just trying to give these guys some time to get the fuck to shore, and she'll like scream to them again, "Get the fuck to the shore, you okay. idiot!" You guys here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not you in the water. This lady tried to this lady tried to kill me with arrows, and now she's yelling at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So, oh, great. That's an 11 and a 20. Oh, natural 20 oh, for this natural, crit. Okay. Hey, the 11, crit. The 11 misses, then the crit. Hits. Yeah, so the crit is... That is 10 damage total. That's 10. Okay, so uh, blood in the water from the shark now, too. <clears throat> Um, Cortan. Well, I'm I'm getting out of there. Okay. Well, I'm going to attempt to. 
Now it's right next to you, and and if you just sort of oh, opportunity attack, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to? You you can disengage. Without yeah, but they'll get opportunity attack. Yeah. No, not if you disengage. No. Disengage is uh, you spend your action yeah. to disengage. You can still to disengage. Fifteen feet. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Okay. That's five. It, how many is a block? So five feet. Yeah, a one block? square is yeah. five. So you can go three squares. I'm just gonna keep going this way. And it's tantalisingly close. You can actually see the seashore, the, the floor. Now you can almost stand up. Okay. Alaric. Uh, how far out can I run before the I, I have to swim? Probably. About, how far can I move? Probably about four squares out to see. About to out to here somewhere. 25? All right. Perfect. One, two, three, four, 20 feet. Can I? Okay. Do you want me to move you to that spot? So I'm going to, uh, one, two. You can move another one. Right here? This... You can move another one if you want. You still stand. Can I? Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. And, uh, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to draw. That's okay. I don't know. I think you got to select. You got to select to it with the select out. tool. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So am I close enough for Thorn Whip? I think I am. Yes. Thank I'm going to cast Thorn Whip. <clears throat> I don't know if it works underwater. We're about to find out. What are you going to do? It's oh, Thorn Whip. It's not going to hit it. Uh, tens are missing in any case, what? but you, you cast your Thorn Whip and it cracks out. Um, uh, but misses in any case. Morwen. What do you want to do? Okay, uh, cool. I am going to, um, yeah, just, um, I'm gonna sort of take a look and see if those guys are... <laughs> Away or not yet? Um, They're making their way to the shore, but fairly slowly. Yeah. Did it look like the ten damage did like anything to the shark? Well, it's a bit hard to tell right now, but yeah, but it's hard to tell. Definitely, it's in it's in agony. Okay. It's okay. Blood. Then I'm just gonna push, push again with uh, my short swords and uh, I hit it. Okay. That's a uh, twenty-two to hit and a fourteen to hit. Both of them hit. Nice. So for the first hit, it is uh, seven damage, and the second hit is sixteen damage. What? Oh no, sorry. Hang on. The the uh, wrong one. Wrong one. Ignore those. The first one is six damage, and the second one is uh, nine damage. Oh. Okay. The shark stops swimming and goes belly up. Ooh. Fuck yeah! And then I'm gonna use my uh yeah just movement to come to uh here in between um what's his face uh cortan uh, and the other shark i think he's called bleedy the magnificent <laughs> yeah bleedy the magnificent and the other shark <laughs> there and uh yeah just get in between and uh just shout at the shark <laughs> yeah how do you like that all right how do you like those apples gungo all right. Um, he's just gonna shake his head, and say, "She crazy." <laughs> um, 
<laughs> she, 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 poco loco. <laughs> and then he's gonna run in um, there and just gonna, he's gonna um, just hit it. First, he's gonna try and hit it with his horns. Okay. Um, Natural weapons, no problem underwater. Yeah, uh, nine misses, I uh, guess. Nine misses. Uh, and that's all he'll do. Okay. More when is wondering what the what is wrong with these people that keep like running into the shark <laughs> instead of away. <laughs> okay. Um, this one's gonna have a bite at you, Gungo. Um, hits armor class fifteen. That's a hit. And does six piercing damage. All right, Gungo's out. Okay, Gungo goes unconscious, and this shark takes a bite and starts to swim away. 40 feet. Jesus Christ. Cortan. I think <laughs> I've seen my friend, my only friend, who I've made <laughs> Go down, he's trying to save me. I'm going to go and... How far away am I? I'm not that far away from him. Ten feet. Um, even though I'm on one hit point, I'm going to go and lay on hands him. Okay. All right, so you swim back to him and you're within reach. Yeah. And you, yeah. you're sort of floating in the water face down. You yeah. uh, turn him over and uh, channel your divinity into him. And how many health does he get back? Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't have that many in being first level. I think I'm going to give him just two. Okay. So all this water sputters out of your mouth, Gunko, and you come conscious floating in the water. Starfish loves back. Uh, <laughs> wake up. Let's get out of here. And you're on Where am I? <laughs> Where are you? Okay. Uh, Cortan, you've still got two squares of move if you want to do any more swimming. Yeah, well, I'm heading back to shore. Okay. And so, I can do that. Uh, Alaric's going to head back to shore too. Okay. Uh, Morwen? Uh, Morwen is going to dive down and have a look for the ship that that dude like threw in the, the water. Like, just, she's just going to like have a little swim around, see if there's anything yep. like that looks like it's just been dropped in the water. Sure. Can you do either a nature or an investigation for me? Uh, six. Okay. Uh, you don't see the the javelin. Okay. No perception. No. God damn. Well, okay. They didn't. Uh, there wasn't anything else that they like left behind. Then she's just gonna kind of. Just the raft. On the raft. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of. Yeah, she'll she'll swim out to the raft then, okay. uh, as far as she can get. Okay. Just you, to uh, you swim out to the raft yeah. and you can grab the raft or, or yeah, and, and bring it back. Yeah, yeah. And, and hold it back. And eventually you get back to shore, and once you do, you see uh, a bedraggled-looking Gungo and Cortan, both badly injured, supporting themselves coming out of the water. Yeah. As we move out of our first combat of the adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Intense. 
What the hell is wrong with you guys? She's kind of just What the hell is wrong with you? What are you shooting at us for? Wait, why are you trying to kill me? I was shooting at the fucking shark, you idiot. Obviously. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, uh, whatever <laughs> deity that people... How did, you, how did you know they weren't with us? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> She's just going to raise her eyebrow. He'll just smile and he'll say, thank you. And he'll come and put out his hand and he'll say, um, thank you for your help. Is my name. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll just call you Big G for short. Um, sure, why not? And and you are fourteen. That that's a bit easier, of course. I believe you 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 got my. Oh yeah, got here. Chill gesture to the ref. Uh, just as a tip, next guys, when people put their lives in danger to uh, rescue you, don't run back into the water. Alright, Cortan, you get your sack of, of gear. Um, and Gungo, yours is washed up on the beach near you as well. Just along a little bit. Stuff. Um, I think, Cortan, you've got quite a savage bite on your on one of your legs there. Hmm. Um, and Gunga, you must have had a, had a large one from that big one that came in. Yep. Yeah, best I can do that to that is set fire to it. Sorry. <laughs> you should rest. Well, that was an adventure, my friend. I don't want to do that again. I'm not a good swimmer. How did you end up here? Well, uh, we uh, were on a boat that got attacked, and, uh, um, it got broken apart, and well, we woke up on the beach. Well, I woke up on the beach. Oh shit! What did it get attacked by? Like a fish or something? No, another boat. <laughs> another boat. Oh right. Pirate. Well, well, that's Pirates. that's Pirates. way less interesting. Pirates. 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 In these parts. In these parts, really? Oh, there's if pirates pi everywhere. If it's pirates, then you're lucky to be alive. Yeah, what he said. So what's, well, the, um, what's the plan now? <clears throat> it is it is fate that has brought us together. We have saved your lives. Well, no, it's our sharks that brought us together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, he's mm -hmm. kind of a uh, spiritual. No, I'm Do you have anywhere? Where are you from? Do we have anywhere around here we could rest? Are you from uh, around here? No, we've been traveling for a couple of days now uh, from a village uh, down <laughs> down up north, up up north, north. Um, <laughs> yeah, we don't really have a lot uh, on us right now. We're uh, meeting a friend in the city a few days right from here. Uh, there's a village in a forest somewhere. She kind of pulls out her like shitty like sketchy map mm -hmm. and then like sort of does a big circle with her finger like we're kind of like here i guess and uh the village is like that way like i don't know how far it is maybe maybe a day or two question mark yep. dragon's roost you gotta go past yeah dragon's roost that was you gotta it. go past the twisted thickets yeah we gotta go through some like creepy thing but there's a herbalist there she might be able to patch you up well um I'm thinking uh, asleep on the beach is what I need at the moment. There may be some caves in those cliffs over here. 
Yeah, I wouldn't recommend sleeping on the beach. You might get a bit sunburn. <laughs> Elric, do you want to do a nature or a um, survival either to look for a safe spot? I'll do survival. Okay. Can I help? Yeah, you can give him, nice give, give him advantage. Yeah, sure. All right. Um, All 19. Okay. Uh, you, yeah, he doesn't you, need it. Yeah, you find a good spot underneath uh, an overhang, um, which is sort of 10 feet up the cliff. Easy climb, but, you know, maybe some four-footed creatures might struggle. Um, above the high tide mark, so it's quite safe, and there's plenty of um, driftwood around for lighting a fire and things like that. Okay. And so are you. Would that be a good place to rest? Yeah. This is actual Google Map map that I took from Northern Australia. Yeah, we can see it says Google right there on the bottom. Google on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was some kind. I thought there was there was some kind of Perth special beach. Yeah. <clears throat> no. I was thinking, is this your, is this your local beach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, you you all hunker down, and after it. After uh, an hour or so, you've got a short rest if you want to spend any hit dice. Um, so in terms of healing and and uh, recuperation, so what we're doing is you don't just get all of your hit points back overnight. Um, you get half of your hit dice back as a normal hit dice you know, replenishment, um, but you would need to still spend hit dice to rest. So it might take two days to fully replenish because you effectively get to blow all of your hit dice to rest up. But just an overnight rest is not um, all hit points back from that long rest, if you know what I mean. It's an option from the DMG, I think from the DMG or the player's handbook. And it's not extreme healing, it's just slightly slower healing. But um, I guess you can spend hit dice now if you choose to, because you you'll probably go back to full in any case. Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to nip to the toilet real quick. Well, yeah, let, I would, I would. Let's take a, a 10 minute break now. And so okay. it's 10.16 or whatever 16 it is for everyone. Um, so we'll come meet back in quarter of an hour. Okay. okay. So we're taking a short rest. Yeah. Are we doing that? Yeah, cool. Yeah. Sure. See you soon. Okay, see you in a minute. No worries. Uh, a long pause, uh, so we're, we're back in business. Right. Um, I can see you still hunkered down in your short rest. Um, are you going to carry on the short rest as, or um, continue travelling south from here? We uh, we should head to Dragon Roost. Yeah, Dragon Roost, yeah. Okay. What do you I think, Cartan? What, what should we do? I think... Uh... I don't know. I think it's. I think we need to. If they if these if if these guys are happy for us to tag along and and they're on their way somewhere, we probably should stay with them. You know. Well, they could they could tag along with us, my friend. <laughs> That's just between them. I need to to keep you out of trouble. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. But Someone we. We have a package we must deliver to Mother Haggle. Yeah, so we have that's what he, what he. Okay. Oh, Mother Haggle. Who is this Mother Haggle? Never heard of her. She's an herbalist. 
She can help yeah. you. Okay. Well, she sounds good. The woods. Well, outside the woods. Honestly, it kind of sounds a bit culty to me, but uh, we'll uh, see when we get there. Just, just to be like, um, well, not human, but minatory. Gago, we'll have a look around at. We'll look around and see if there's any survivors or other people that have come up from the shipwreck as well. Yeah, <laughs> you don't see, and there's a there's a little bit of debris around the place, but it doesn't look like your ship must have crashed right here and it's yeah. all washed yeah. up. It's probably stretched over fifty miles. <laughs> I guess that's that. Mm. Um, you too may have been clinging to the same piece of flotsam at some point, and then you washed in, and Cortan sort of wrapped his wrist around the, the leather cord there. He got my leg eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, right, so you head off, and I will pick up. Let's see, move you all to a new map. Ah. Oh, I'll put the real uh, paste. Ah. Back in there. I hear a toast. And the, um, the road sort of curves away from the cliffs after 45 minutes or so of travel. And you find yourself in a fairly dense woodland. Um, how are you sort of travelling? You know, what's your state? Or uh, is it meant to be black still? <laughs> I can't see again. Uh, yeah, I can. S I've got lots of tokens on my screen. Yeah, oh yeah, mine's everything's just black for me. I'm moving some to yeah. the GM layer, and now you should see. It. Yep, I can see nope. myself and other people. Yep. Do I need to drag my, my character? Black. I can only see myself. Uh, my screen's totally black. Ooh. Yep, black. And every time you add our tokens to something, it has the wrong name. I've noticed. Like, mine says Felwyn14. I just tried to add my token on this page and, like, didn't do anything, so... Yeah. It's funny, because I can see everybody. Yeah. Wow. Black I can see... It might be because you yeah. got dark, dark vision. I don't know. Yeah, it might be. Um, who has dark vision? Let's sort that out. Um, me. I do, okay. yeah. So, dark vision. I'm just going to sort, uh, vision, night vision, 60 foot. Uh, hang on, let me see, uh, the, 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 the features, traits. I don't think I do. No, no, I 60 feet, 60 feet. So you should now be able to see. Yes, I can see now. Um, Alaric. You don't have dark vision? No. Okay. Um, so, I'll fix that. I'll, I've left it, fixed up your token, uh, giving it vision, right. vision and so on. Um, what about you, Gungo? No. No. No 
vision of any sort. And Cortan, you must have vision. Yeah, yeah, sixty. Yeah. Oh, and yours is on your token. All right. So what I have. To I can do... definitely. Yeah, I can, I can see. That's why I can see everything. Okay. Yeah. So if Alaric has, if you got a light source of any sort. And a torch. Okay. So what I'll do is um, give you one. Let's have a look. Bright light, twenty foot. Low light, twenty foot. Save. How's that looking now? Yeah, I can see now. Yep. And that's probably lighting enough of the space around Gungo for you to see as well. Yep, I can see. Okay. Great. So, when I get a chance, I'll use those tokens we've now got to reflect back into the library so that if I drag your token from your thing again, it inherits all that stuff. Um, okay. Okay, so you're travelling through the... Um, through the forest. Um, I'll probably be leading the way, so that's... Yeah. But not a good idea at night if I don't have dark vision, but maybe somebody else should. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'll... Uh, I'll just be sort of mapping as I go along. Okay. Um, I'll, be, I'll be following the stars, though, so I really don't mean... Yeah. If the, if the and stars, I'll, I'll be trail finding and looking back at you like, hey, how's the uh, stars going? <laughs> Every on, now and again. I've switched it on to daylight mode because it's still light enough to see. It, it is the day, but um, okay. just there's a dense canopy, so I've just darkened it down a little bit. It's dappled light, blah, blah, blah. Might not look so. It looks like it's fully bright on screen as far as I can see there. And I, I'm pretty yeah. sure since he's been here, Elric uh, he, he, uh, knows the way, mm. so... Which, right. which which direction? Which direction are you trying to Yeah, we, we'd just be following along because we don't know where we are. Well, we're uh, heading we're, south. Sure we're south. Um, so, Gungo, he can tell, because he's a minotaur, exactly which direction north is. Okay. So he's going oh, nice. to say... Cool. He's going to say whether or not we're going south. Okay. He'll, if not, he'll go, he'll go, no, you're going southwest. Awesome. <laughs> so, oh, cool. I can use that for my map. Yeah, okay, he'll tell you. He'll go, no, yeah, he, he'll, he's your yeah, true okay. north. Cool. Yeah, oh. where's my north on my map? Help me. It's right there. I can tell you. Oh, How do you awesome. not know this? Sure. <laughs> well, I, I ain't a walking compass, compass hey? Nice. Well, it's, very, very useful. At the times when um, Elric, uh, Elric, when you lose sight of the stars, you can always throw to Gungo to just give you a, a, a north. That way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, you make your way through the woods, and um, Elric and Morwen, you feel yourselves being watched in some way. You don't know where from. Okay. So I will uh, stop, and I will use the tech magic. Okay. Um, it does. I don't know why. It does radiate a bit of a faint residual aura of enchantment, but it's the area, not any particular thing. Oh, we are heading to the enchanted, the enchanted forest. Mm. Are we? He's, uh, yes, through the, the, the thicket. The Twisted Thickets. Great name for a band. 
Um, is this a coastal forest or like no, are we still coastal or no, we're you've, you've, in? Okay. You've moved a few miles away from the coast, so you can no longer, okay. no longer smell the salt. Okay. Is it? Let's go. Yeah. Is the feel? Is it? When you say we're being watched, does it feel like it's just a general feeling of being watched, or there's actual? We can. They can sense people or things around us. Um, you th- we can't. You, you think that there's something observing you, right? Okay. Uh, I, can... I will communicate that to the other guys quietly. Mm-hmm. Um, can... and I'll whisper. Should I scout ahead? I can do a divine sense, which I don't know if really if it helps us, but okay. I can do a divine sense and detect good or evil within sixty feet of us. Put your divine sense into the chat. You should be able to just click on it and it all. Oh, try. Okay, what are we detecting? Celestial, fiend, or undead? Okay, so you cast your senses out and look around you. Um, you scan out. Is there anything within line of sight that you can see? And you don't detect any celestials, fiends, or undead. Um, and it's not consecrated or desecrated ground either. Okay. Worth shot. Yep. Did you want to do the detect evil good or just the divine sense? Well that's a spell, I think. Well no, as it it says on divine sense as an action you can detect good and evil until the end of your turn. You can also sense anything affected by a spell oh, yeah. or the location of fiend. So I would as a part of that I would detect good or evil. I presume. Uh, that d- divine sense is strong evil registers on senses. Uh, that's the sort of the fluff. Okay. Um, you know, heavenly music in a, there's music in your ears if it's celestial. The actual yeah, okay. the the game effect of that is until your next turn, you know the location of any of these creatures. Yeah. Within, within I don't. I don't have. I don't have detection. of good okay, uh, right. Once you get spells. Yeah. A bit later. Yeah. Um, once I yeah. Once I get spells. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So um, you. You at least allay people's fears. There's no undead nearby and no fiends either. Um, can I just kind of scout around a little bit and try and sort of investigate, do a bit of trail finding, see if tracking, see if there's any kind of I can see it or okay. find the presence that I've sort of feel like I'm being watched by. You can um, do survival for tracking or nature yeah. if you're just trying to. Yeah. Line up your chakras. What is with my rolls? <laughs> oh. Plus five, and you crank out a seven. I'm um, the shittest ranger ever. <laughs> you're learning the ropes. Learning. learning. Yeah. <laughs> Level one. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, you don't see. Don't see any tracks. And Gungo probably should have helped, but he'll come up and try and have a look as well. Okay. Because he gets advantage. Okay. All right, you get your bell, oh. bear grills oh. compass out, and he's not very good at it, but he gets advantage on it. Okay. Or you can give me advantage. I should have done you. that, shouldn't I? Yeah, I have a yeah. plus five. You, yeah. You you, you roll now, Gungo. You've only thought I'll, about. I'll remember for next time. Oh, that's good. That's good. Fifteen. Okay, Gungo, you see a in the in the moist soil off to the side and some moss. Um, what looks like a hoof print, but smaller than yours. Alright, he'll just say, um, we could just follow these instead, and he'll point at that. 
Uh, right. Yeah, right. that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Um, so that's a, a hoof. Uh, can I see what kind of... Do I know what kind of hoof that would be? Um, yeah, would I? I'm proficient in animals. Okay. Looks like oh, a thing. large goat. Oh, a goat, okay. Clothing. Um, maybe farmers or... Do they lead anywhere? Oh, you hear this voice saying, farmers? Oh. Ah! Chilla. Ah. And this fellow steps out from the trees. A cedar, yeah. Chilla, ready her bow, like, oh, shit. Whoa, 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 let's not play fast and loose with archery practice here. What the Greetings, hell is that? And... Greetings, Cedar. How are you? Ah, oh, hello, friend. And he comes up and gives you the, the twisted thicket handshake. <laughs> um, you guys have a secret handshake? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the hell? I've been traveling with you for a week and you didn't even show me your handshake? <laughs> this is a friend of yours, Eddie. You you don't know, uh, you don't know this guy, but you, no. um, you, you know it's it's a satyr. Yeah, no, I am I am I am friends with many creatures of the of the forest, especially the fae. The what? The fae. Fairy creatures. And he, oh right, uh, got it. And he does a little bit of a jig and says in a, in a low bow. And he says, what might your name be? I am Alaric. Alaric. And you, big fella. I am, um, put his hand there, I say, Gangarando Barambo El Toro Embestiendo. Ah. Pleasure to meet you. A man after my own heart. My name is Diego. Ah. <laughs> um... Pleasure to meet your friend. Oh, you're you're very loud walkers, some of you. And he looks gives gives Cortan not side eye, but you know, looking at the metal armor and the. <laughs> um, he says, "So you've you're uh, you're on the road." Yes, we're on the way to um, Dragon Roost, and uh, how was the road ahead? He pulls out an apple, and you can see he's had a couple of bites out of it already. So, oh, road's fine. Um, you're going to see. You're going to see mother. Yes. Uh, mother, mother haggle. Oh, it's good. When were you last there? It's grown since. It's been quite a few years. Oh, you should. Um, what are you? What are you looking to do there? We have a package from some village a village we just left to deliver to oh, her. Oh, okay. That'll be that'll be her, all right. Always up to something. Many fingers and many pies. There's a, there's a <laughs> chapel there now, and a trading post. And how far is this place? Oh, only a few hours now. Through. Oh. Any points the direction you're going on the path? Do you ever What's go my... to Diego? Do you ever go to this village? Oh, yeah. 
I've been there a couple of times, but I haven't really had, a, had any need. Anything all, we should see with me there? All my needs are met, and he holds up his apple. The forest supply provides. Um, depends on what you want to do. Uh, the trading post is is um, trades in you know enchanted things. Um, the chapel, of course, if you need any uh, any services from the clergy, if you're, if you're that way inclined. There's an inn frequented by many of the um, twisted thinking mm-hmm. folk. And then that's what I like to hear. I've spent a few nights there. When I've gone there, it's been with a bunch of my rowdies. Ah. <laughs> You're a party guy. Oh, yeah. That's what that's what satyrs do. He says, yeah, is, best Captain America accent. Is there any uh, any names we should drop over there? Um, oh, I don't know. Any of your friends we should look out for? Oh, no, 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 like no, 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 best not to mention any of, our, any of my friends there. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, uh, Mr. Goatman, um, I don't <laughs> suppose you've seen a uh, halfling, uh, long red hair pass through here? Should be a couple days ahead of us. Uh, he says, spring in a step. Always. That'll be her. Always chipper. Sounds like her. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, we, we, we spoke briefly. She seem okay? She's doing good? I think she so. made it this far, at so. least? I think so. A little lonely. How- awesome. You, you know how uh, far along ahead she was? Oh. Roughly? How, when she passed through here? It would have been yesterday, I think. Oh, just yesterday. Damn, she is slow. Must be those little legs. Mm. <laughs> I don't think she's in any hurry. Sounds like her. Um, yes, well, I'm going to be about my business here. I'm leaning against this tree at the moment, eating an apple. You are doing a fantastic job, Diego. Okay. He sort of settles himself back down and says, but uh, I hope you fare well and, uh, um, enjoy success in whatever it is that you do. <laughs> He's strugg- struggling. All right, cheers, man. Thanks. We'll uh, take the hint. Uh, see ya. Okay. Same with you, sir. All right. And um, once again, I will grab the tokens. Move us in. Delete some tokens we don't need. Um, Gago's going to say to Eric, how, how, how tall is Eric? Fedbox are pretty tall, right? Yeah. Yeah, about seven and a half feet. Wow, seven and a half. Even taller than Gago. You're quite tall, friend. Yes, so are you. <laughs> Not as tall as you. I... We won't have any wonder... trouble getting the apples from the tree. <laughs> I wonder yes. what would happen if one of you, like, carried the other one on, on your shoulders. Like, how high can you go, you know? Oh, we could get a jacket and put it over the two of us and look like a giant. <laughs> I don't think they make jackets that long. <laughs> Next time I visit the giants, I might bring you with me and we will disguise ourselves. But it would have to be me lifting you because I'm stronger. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I have to be the face because I speak giant. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because I'm prettier. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> okay. Um, you can, as you approach, you, let's see, am I coming in the right way? No. You're coming in from the south, so I'm just going to. I've got you. Ah, there we go, that's working. Alright, you come in from the south. Um, there's a large wagon. Can you see this resolving now? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. okay. And it's a small hamlet, but uh, it looks a little odd because usually hamlets, they're just hovels or, you know, farmsteads, um, small living dwellings for the locals. When there's a larger town or a larger village, you might see these double-storey large buildings. But what's odd about this one is there's the five or six large buildings, but no small ones. It's as if it's only a um, little township, but with no um, residents that you would need to have to support a church, an inn, a tavern, a trading post, and so on. Mm. Um, however... You can see, um, uh, let's see, Morwen. You see Felwyn, and she is talking with a person who is, uh, they're just sort of sitting around. Actually, I'll move them onto these benches down here. And um, he's playing some sort of musical instrument. Well, I guess the first thing she would do, seeing her, you know, childhood best friend is just, Sprint off and okay. like a like an excited puppy being reunited with its owner, just go right. go to her friend and make conversation. Okay, um, all right. So Daga's you... gonna, Daga's gonna turn and say, "What's what she, why is she running to that child for?" <laughs> <laughs> old old friend, not a child. That is a halfling. And the rest of you, I guess, move up or come within earshot or something yeah. as you sort of discuss what, what's going on. But Morwen clearly is meeting up with someone who's a friend and um, she introduces her um, companion that she's been sitting with just whiling away the afternoon um, as Tandy. And we'll come to that next week when they're, when they're both here. Yeah. Yeah, and Morwen will introduce all the guys and we'll do that next week. Yeah, um, okay. So what we'll do for now is I'll ask all of you to go into d and Beyond. Uh, you'll already be there. And see if you can claim one of the other characters. See if you can see them first um, and let me know. I've created six of them. Other characters? Yeah, is that, they'll be inside the campaign. Yeah. I see them. Yeah, yeah, I can just see like the other characters like Tandy and Coratan and shit. Is that what I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, I if I click on the campaign. Yeah, when you click on the campaign, you should also, I can just see... also see some unassigned characters as well. Hang on. At the bottom, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see all of yes. that, yeah. Yes, I can see those, yep. Okay. So... Oh, on this wow. one. I want this one. I want this one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Same here. I've gone for Balder. <laughs> okay, 
so you're going to be Boulder Stone Cleaver, the human druid fighter battle master. I'll do Karushi. Uh, oh, I didn't even look at the the classes. Yeah. <laughs> I just liked his name. <laughs> Karushi, the you druid, the Asuma barbarian, path of the storm. Yep. Okay. Looking like uh, a, a barbarian that can fly. Okay. Any I think um, Gungo is going to go for um, a Leonid Fogbeam. Okay, so you've got a champion, human fighter. Yep. Uh, cool. We're both, we're both, I can go back to my normal voice now. We're both human fighters. Yes. And what about you, Cotter? Fuck yeah. Wait, hang on, Bowdo. Bowdo's got to have some sort of voice as well, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, well, I, to do, I don't know how to do it. Like, Hey man, how are you doing? <laughs> I, think man, I'll go, no. I think I'll go the wizard. Okay, so Rokin, the uh, war mage. Yeah. All right. So our camera um, pans back out from this um, joyous reunion of uh, young adventurers. And uh, let me see. I'm going to move us to another map. Actually, what I'm going to do is for now, I'm going to move us just to a sort of generic one. And while, right. we're, and while we're there, I'll, get, I'll drag in some, some characters. Well, this will give you a chance to just have a look at the um, um, at the characters in D and D Beyond. So I wish me claiming one of those characters as well. Should we? I suppose claim. Yeah. So you claim it in D and D Beyond. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I have never played a druid or DM'd a druid, so I'm like, I haven't got a fucking clue about any of these spells. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. Serves That's me great. right for just going for the name that I like the best. <laughs> best way to choose. Okay, there's our druid. Oh, you guys won't be able to see this, is that right? Or you can see? Yeah, I can see them. Okay. I can see them, yes. Yep. Okay, so what I'll do is... Um, now, who is um, our... I'm, I'm easy. I can. I'll give it a name. Should I call it Baldur or should I call it um, Druid? Ask me, Baldur. Baldur Stone Spirit. Okay. 
Man, who is our barbarian? Where is he? I am Karushi. 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 Ed, is that right? Right. There we go. Um, now, who else have we got? We've got our um, mage. See the names. The tokens. Okay, and that's um, a Rokan, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Um, should these guys have any equipment at all? Um, yeah, you can. I should have. You know, just you can go through and just give standard equipment as you, equipment. As, as you see fit. Yeah. Mine was pretty well equipped already. Yeah, there was. Some yeah, that, mine's got a load of shit. There was some that I'd fleshed out, and some that I just. Um... Oh wait a second. See, why does barbarian have some low AC? You might have to equip the equipment if you've got something. Yeah, I have armor that gives AC twelve, but my armor class is eleven. Oh, because I have a minus one today. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Ten plus my dex. One plus my con. Oh, these stats suck. <laughs> That's why. Where's Belder? Right. I'm just giving control to you all as well. Now, who am I missing? Oh, I'm missing uh, Karushi, I think. No? Karushi has... Uh, Leon, I got Leonid there. Yeah. I got Karushi there. Oh, I, I don't have Leonid. Um, <coughs> Leonid is the fighter, yes. Screw this! This uh, barbarian got to level sixteen and didn't think once to add his uh, to his decks, unless he really rolled low. Let me see. They should all be able to control your characters. No. Should just test it if you can move them around. Yep, okay, cool. Alright, so um, the four of you have, um, have arrived. Um, you've been investigating some sort of disturbance and you've stepped through a number of um, magical portals. There's sort of a ring of, of glowing runes which Oroken. Um, is able to activate. Um, you've been following the signs for quite some time now. Orokin's 
as the sort of leader of the group, uh, or at least of the mission, uh, where you've been trying to follow to um, something far out at sea, and you've um, been travelling for weeks now, um, searching for a location that Orokin has been uh, working on, um, assisted by this storm barbarian who's able to somehow sense and channel incoming storms. Um, the uh, your your muscle of the group, aside from of course the barbarian who's there for for the other skills that that Karushi has. But there's also Belder Stonecleaver who um, is representing the um, the circle of Orboros, the druids of the realms that um, have a vested interest in anything that might um, uh, be anathema to nature. And of course, Leonid, you're there as, um, as a Roken's muscle. Uh, and should anything come to fisticuffs. Um, however, you've encountered troubles and look like you're about to be shipwrecked. Um, you took to a small uh, small uh, vessel uh, and, and were sleeping overnight on calm seas and you've awoken. But something must have happened overnight, because all you can you can smell this rank, rotting smell, and of course you're, you're no longer um, heaving with the with the waves as you were. And um, these escape vessels um, from these larger ships, they cover over with canvas or sailcloth, and so that they can batten down and completely cover over, so that waves generally will wash over them, or that the bulk of it will wash over. And so, um, you know, you gingerly untrap the, un, un, untie the lashings and sort of peel it back and look out and you've hit land of some sort. Um, there's a bright sun in the sky beating down and you can hear a from around the place. We're just going theatre of the mind at this point, so what do you want to do? Um, so this is a completely different character we're playing now, right? Yes. Uh, Lean in, <laughs> will say, oh, "Maybe we should go out to the and have a look." <laughs> that's what his that's what his voice is for whatever reason. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, you stick your head out, and it, all you can see as far uh, at least looking th- peeking through the curtain or through, from the sailcloth, um, is mud. Mud. And you can see, maybe 20 feet away, there's some sort of large fish and it's just flapping in the mud. Does the mud look like it's, uh, like, you know, like liquidy or you can stand in it? It looks like you could stand in it, yeah. What about Balder? What do you want to do? So can you just sorry? Can you just remind us what we what these characters are here for again? We're You're investing for... a disturbance in the in the natural order. Right. Okay. Sorry. Got it. 
Um, okay, well, um, being the resident druid, mm. I'll uh, wander over to the little flapping fish and... Okay. You hop out of, just... the, hop out of the boat and sink immediately yeah. up to your knees in, um, in, in muck. And you can... Yeah. And these fish look like some sort of um, bizarre alien creatures. They must have been from far to the depths, and and probably they've either exploded or or changed shape because of the they're, they're used to immense pressure. Okay. And it looks. I think looking around, it's flat as far as you can see, and yeah. there is no coast. It's as if in your boat, your little sailing boat is just, um, you know, half stuck stuck in the mud. Okay. Well, obviously you can't walk in this mud, so I'm just going to wild shape into a seagull. Okay. <laughs> Inconspicuous seagull. Yep. Just have a slow sort of flap around and okay. see like I can see any, any signs of life okay. or you can see no seabirds anywhere. And you would expect there to be loads of seagulls when there's but there are hundreds, thousands of dying or dead fish. And there's what looks to be seaweed but it's just in clumps. It might have been 30 feet long. 30 feet? Where, sorry? The seaweed? The seaweed is about 30 feet long, but it, there's no water, so it's all just... almost. As so is it where we are, is it scooped out? Like, are we at the bottom of it? Or it's just, like, it looks obviously where there's water here and it's gone. Yeah, can you... Balder, can you roll a um, nature roll for me? With advantage. Nature? Yeah. Just throwing you all in the deep end here, playing completely new characters. Fourteen. Okay. Um, so you think that this looks like sea floor? Yeah. And something has some sort of tectonic movement or incredibly, incredibly powerful magics has risen the this from far beneath, you know, the blackest of the parts of the ocean, and it's risen up to above um, sea level. Bringing all the fish oh. and all the living things are now just dying and baking in the sun. Oh dear! Have recently, then we think. Yes, the, the, some of the fish are still then they're still sort of flapping. Okay. I will communicate that to the group. Okay. And um. Well, the seas disappeared. And the um, your seagull buddy, Belder, um, you can see a slight area in the distance where the um, land rises. A, a smallish hummock. I will fly a little bit over there then and see. Okay, you start to fly um, off a little bit, but that looks like... Just that, a little bit. That looks like days of travel to get to it. Oh, yeah, okay. Never mind then. Okay. And I'll also just... Baseball. Yeah, I, I will use my um, druid craft to create a small effect to predict the weather here within the next 24 hours to, just to see, you know, is it there's some kind of flood, is it like a tsunami kind of thing where all the, the water is rushed out and it's going to come yeah. back in? What's okay, the so this is prediction this is, for the next 24 hours? This is completely unnatural 
and um, whatever happened here has got nothing to do with the natural order. Okay, I will uh, travel back to my companions and shift back into a human. Okay. There are strange forces at work here. The sea has come up to meet us. Guess that's why we're here. Charisma. To try and figure out what's happening. Um, yeah, so, uh, Eroken, any thoughts or what do you want to do? Well, we can't walk. We have to get... Can we see anywhere that's close by that we can get to? Obviously, we can't walk through this. Um, or is it... Or is there anything around that looks different to the mud and there is. muck and the, the, yeah. the hillock that's off in the distance? But otherwise, how far is it? Um, it? It might be days of walking through this. Oh, place. okay, right. But otherwise, um, it's it. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's like flat seafloor, and so there's there's no um, changes to the terrain, which is sort of what you might expect if you yeah in the middle um, of the sea know that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Other than having to wade through a couple of feet of mud. Yeah. Over, okay. over the, you're a bit sort of stuck here and, and wondering what to do, and you, you do your sort of short-range investigations. Um, you can tell that the sun is angling over. It's not some sort of strange plane or something. Um, and and, this, and uh, slowly as the stars start to come out, you can tell it's the same constellations and things that you're all used to. I think we need to head for that okay. healing. Okay. We need to pack our, pack our bags and head for that healing. Yeah. See what's going on over there. I don't think there's um, only we have a choice but to do that. Yeah. yeah. As we walk, I will use mold earth to sort of dig a trench in the mud so we're walking yeah. on more solid ground. Mold earth, mold earth is going to do like one footstep sort of thing, but. Um... I suppose you could sort of help yourself out a little bit. It can do it. It does a five-foot cube for each, and it's a cantrip, so I can just keep Keep moving it, yeah, as we uh, walk. So you can probably help yourself as you go along, but the others will be be slogging. Um, They can just walk behind me. The the sun's starting to beat down as well. You know, it's as if you're in. It feels like you're in a desert. This is to you, Belder. It's as if you're in a desert, but it's it's mud. So you might be on the equator or something like that. You know. Mm, okay. Can I wild shape into something that can, like a horse, <laughs> at least carry a couple of my companions, so they're not. We can have some rest. What's good in mud? What's good in me? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> a a walrus? I don't know. Uh, uh, uh. You can have a, a mud skipper. Yeah, a giant mud, mud skipper. You can think it through. There are things that are good at mud, yeah. but they're not quick. Things that Safe. live in mud no. are not fast, generally. No. But if it's quite warm, then it might be nice to... Uh... I can... Uh... Can I use... Ah, oh, I can do druid craft to create a small effect, like like a small rain cloud above us <laughs> as we walk. <laughs> Get some refreshment. What about you? Um, is it Karushi? What are your thoughts? Um, how fast can he move through this? He's got a forty feet speed. Is this like difficult terrain? It's probably 
the way it is right now, it's worse than difficult terrain. Okay. I can... Really not sure what he can do other than try to... Yeah. Well, my uh, mold earth makes difficult terrain normal terrain. Yeah. But that, that only affects that five foot square. And then yeah, and, and I'd have to keep every five feet recasting it. Yeah, but then you've you cast it on the five foot that you're in, but then it's no longer the place before. Okay. Yeah, um, it'll be gone. Because it just says the change lasts for one hour rather oh, than it? whether you cast it again. Oh, okay. So it, it would be like a 10 feet. So if I cast it multiple times, you can have no more than two of its non-instantaneous effects active at a time. So I'll have like the ten, 10 feet in a row. So every time we walk five feet, then five feet ago yeah. goes and then, yeah. So instead so. of moving at 30, you're moving at five. Yeah, yeah. It would be slow. Yeah. So <laughs> um, it'd be easier to just walk across the mid, I guess. Karusha, you can do a nature check as well. Or okay. survival if you... Yeah, well, that's what I was going to do, is look for um, higher ground and maybe see if I could find a path that's not so wet yep. we can make our way over to. Okay. And I'll do a survival check on that. Okay. Right, so um, using your survival skills, uh, Karushi, you, you don't see any terrain to take advantage of, but you do think that in this sun, this this mud will probably dry out pretty quickly. Okay, so I'll tell that to the group. I said, if the sun keeps up, this uh, this land will harden up in no time. Shortly. I suppose we better uh, rest up wait. then. Okay, wait for it to hard. Okay, um, so you rest up. Um, you, the sun's starting to, like every hour or so, there's a chance of, of getting more and more exhausted from heat exposure. Okay. I don't see if there's anything. So is it, it is hot. It is extreme heat? Yeah, extreme heat. All right. Um, I don't know how long it'll last, but I can cast... Uh, where did that go? Freeze water. <laughs> and at least have a... Uh, an area that's going to cool us off a little bit for at least a minute. Every just a there. question. Just a question. With the spells, particularly my yeah. character, it doesn't. There's nothing in the thir third to eighth level that's been, you know, memorized. Can I? Can is that on purpose, or do you want me to choose? Can, can I choose stuff? You can choose whatever you want. All right, cool. I'll start doing that now because I dare say there's probably something in there that will help. I just haven't. Yeah. It's just a lot to look through. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that no worries. So um, you rest up, take some shelter. Um, you've always got the boat, of course, and you can get in that and escape the sun from the from the sails. Um, oh, we have a boat. Yeah, you're you're in a life raft of some sort with a, okay. with, a with a sail cloth covering over the top. Well, I would I would say we should at least turn that over, maybe upside down, make a shelter out of it. Yeah. Okay. You can easily flip it over and have it on a bit of an angle and get in and get full cover from the sun. I think my uh, great axe. Maybe travel by night. One side, so we can all kind of get underneath it. Okay. Yeah. And um, try to have as as good a sleep as you can. Um, by flipping the boat over, you're then lying down and sleeping in the mud. Uh, but you can lay out your sailcloth and at least lay on that. 
Um, I, I'll do that. I can do the show path for that, so oh, we can yeah. at least uh, yes. have somewhere solid to sleep on. And over the course of this um, this long rest, you um, you have uh, fitful dreams um, of um, just a, a, like a crushing weight on your chest or on your shoulders. Almost being pinned, like you know, maybe as a kid you might have been. You had a stacks on, and you, night terrors. And you started to panic with this pressure on your chest. But in this case, it's a bit worse than that because it's almost from all directions simultaneously. Okay. But throughout that night, you do manage to to get a rest. You've got provisions. There's enough. There's plenty of fresh water in a, in the life rafts. They always keep a like a little barrel of that with with you. Um, the stars come out and eventually move across the sky. Next day, you find that this, the um, mud has dried enough for you to walk on, and um, it's still heavy. Go, it, it's still, you know, you wouldn't get as far as you would if you're walking along a trail or something. But um, it's it's navigable, and um, uh, but it, and at least in the morning. But when the sun first comes up, it's hot, but not too bad. Are you going to abandon your boat and head off for this hillock? Um, yeah, I think we should. I think we should. How, how big is the, the spare water? Can I, can I take that with me? Yeah, you can take that with you. I assume someone in the party is strong enough to, to carry a, a bit of a half barrel. Yeah. And there's yep. also... Probably the barbarian. There's also a, couple, yeah, also a couple of weeks' worth of food, so... Divided amongst you would, would last a week or so. I'll load up some rations. Right. Okay. Are we traveling by night? No berries. Uh, what was that? No berries. Are we traveling by darkness? I think we should, um, because yeah. if we travel midday, we're going to get exhausted. Yeah. So it's dark now. Yeah, so you, you waited one night. You'd have to sort of hang out and take shelter in under the boat for the day uh, so okay. that you're rested as – more rest than you need, but um, you're just now waiting for it to cool down in the afternoon to set off. Right. Yeah, so I'd do it, yeah. I think I agree with you that we should wait till night to, to, to travel. Okay. You've got plenty of opportunity to change any spells you want to. Um, yeah. Uh, but it, and eventually you I can save uh, for Erakun there. <laughs> How many? Yeah, pouring through a, a level sixteen wizard. Um, okay, so sun starts to set. You can um, the uh, barbarian and druid together can quite easily navigate you through with the stars. Yeah. You lose sight of this hillock pretty quick, pretty quickly. Um, but you go in the direction that you yep. that you decided, and yeah. you travel overnight. Um, mm -hmm. The stench becomes just overpowering. It's, you're just walking, yeah. walking. It's, it's almost as if like it's a layer of hell. This is basically a, a land of rot. Of, of um... Um, I can use my druid craft to make a, a small scent. 
scent of flowers around as well, like an air freshener. That's, uh, that's definitely helpful. Like a smelly, just a smelly tree that we carry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the car. Air freshener. Yeah, like the car, and you just carry it in front of you, or just scent of pine. Of <laughs> okay, so everyone else smells uh, is sort of is rancid, but um, uh, I'm going to see if I can. Uh, See the source of this stench, though. It's the rotting, it. rotting fish everywhere. Yeah, it's the rotting fish are drying and up. Just all the bacteria and organisms and worms and shellfish. There's prawns and you know um, oysters and you know they're not. They're de- these are deep sea creatures. They all look strange to you, but um, there's there's uh, rotten seafood and you're walking through it all day. I'm going to tear off a piece of my. Wind whatever loincloth I have left yep. and, and wrap it around my mouth. Okay. And then I try to protect myself from any of these bacteria Dis- that might diseases. be flying around. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, um, time drifts on, day goes by day, three days later, three nights later, and you find yourself at the base of this hillock. Odd, you know, it's not quite as big or magnificent as you thought from, you know, a, a couple of days away, but. Um, it is an odd shape. It's almost conical, uh, straight sides, and um, not quite. A bit, a bit smoothed off down the bottom, a bit rounded, but generally it looks like it's it's not a naturally made thing, but with a flat top. And there's a cottage or something on the top of the hillock. You couldn't see on top of it. Is is there an easy way to get up? It- um, yeah, it would be a bit of a struggle, like going up the side of a of a rocky scree. But it's it's pretty hard packed mud now, dried out, four days worth of baking sun. I'll try to climb it. Okay. So um, it's difficult going, but you make it no problem other than that. It just slows you down a bit. And um, the three, the other three of you, sort of looking up at. Um, uh, who are you playing again? I forget. Karushi. Karushi. Ah, oh, yes, the barbarian. Yeah. So you look up at the barbarian, and he's sort of standing at the at the top and sort of looking down. And um, I'll wild shape and fly up with him as well. Okay. All right. So an albatross comes and lands next to you, Karushi. Yeah. Scar. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Le- later. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Do this okay. before. Yeah. Um, Lady will follow up there as well. Okay. Is it, yeah. How far down is it? Can I throw my rope down and maybe help them up? So you, you, um, you can throw your rope down for, to give them something to grab onto uh, as they reach the top. The, the rope's going to yeah. go about one third the way down, but it's still going to help. And uh, everyone's huffing and puffing, just like going up a steep, you know, a, a steep climb. Um, but now you're all lined up at the at the edge of a of a precipice. It's much steeper going down, and um, with the angle of the sun as it is, it's hitting um, as it as it starts to rise towards the edge of your of your night travel. Um, it looks like just a black circle of darkness. It's a in the middle of this hill. Yes. It's more like a volcano in shapes, at least. There's no steam or lava or anything like that. How far away is that darkness? Um, you're looking into a pit of it. 
Um, uh, inside so, this volcano. Yeah. Leonid's just going to grab a rock and cast light on it and throw it down there. Okay, and it goes... And you see it disappearing and then... Oh. Deep. And goes out. And looking at the sides, it looks... It's not... It's Well, it's steep. Um... This, it's uh, rocky, hard rock, and undulating. So there's plenty of ridges and things that are pretty much like be a ladder. All right. Go down inside the. You say. Yeah. If you wanted to. I think we should. I can climb down there. I can fly down a bit and scout ahead. Climb down as well, I guess. I don't have dark vision though. No, <laughs> the albatross will go boom like it. <laughs> <laughs> can I? Has got so a torch? Yeah. I can carry in my beak. So well, it's cast... not. Can I? Can I just cast? Um, I'm gonna pick up a stone and cast light on it, and yeah. uh, so light up and give it to you to put in your beak. Okay. Yeah, so I'll do that. Place. I'll just. Yeah, I'll, I'll be a torch. I'll, I'll not go too far down, just like a little bit ahead of the guys to just light up like 60 feet below them. Okay, and that way you can all see, because you've got this albatross that is circling the volcano, the ring, and, um, it, and it lights up where you can see. So there's those three figures slowly making their way down. The, every now and then there's a bit of a scrabble or a piece of rock falls away. Oh. But uh, it, it, it's... It's easy going. I think if someone attacked you or, you know, something else happened, there might be a chance, just like the chance of falling off a ladder or, or whatnot. But otherwise, other than that, it's just slowing your movement rate and it's and it's exhausting. Is it uh, getting cooler or hotter as we get down to it's the get, It's getting cooler. So um, right. the sun won't have been penetrating in here. So while it still has that, has that stench, it's not as hot, definitely. So there's no heat coming from the center of the volcano. No, no, and it doesn't feel like a volcano. It's not in the in, you know for those of you in the know, uh, probably the druid. Um, it's not volcanic rock. In fact, it's probably more the sedimentary layers that you would see from hard-packed eons of of debris falling to the bottom of the ocean. Hmm. It might strike oil more than anything else. Um, right. Okay, so the... um, th this takes more than an hour, but um, you eventually get to what you think is the bottom and land in probably ankle-deep water. Okay. Can you see anything around um, at the bottom? At the like bottom. exits or... There's a bit of a reflection from the stone that the uh, boulder's carrying, the albatross boulder, um, reflecting. And as you walk like on this sort of highly reflective mirror surface of this still water, you can see there's a sort of a megalith type thing poking out of the ground. A large stone. Is there anything on it? Um, you, it's a fair way. You can tell there's probably engravings or markings or something like that. Walk towards it. Yeah, we get up yeah. to it. Okay. You uh, walk towards it, and you can see that there are engravings on it. And um, Arokan, you can tell that there's the ring of these these um, runes 
are similar to the magic circles you've been hopping through to get to here in the first place. Okay, so it's a portal of some looks, description. Yeah, it looks like a portal of some description. But it looks like um, there's also... This is probably a place of worship. Right. Um, there's what looks like humans, of some sort of ancient caveman-type drawings. But instead of... Um, their hands have got webbed hands and they don't have any hair and they've got large bulbous eyes. And they're and they're raising up and they seem to have been worshiping and they seem to be hunting, um, you know, like you would see on the on the cave of modern paint and modern, modern uh, you know, yeah. our uh, um, uh, Neanderthal cave paintings. They're hunting, but they're all out of proportion. You know, big things look little. It looks like these 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 fish creatures are hunting whales. But you know the spear that they throw is going straight through the whale, and they're holding it up like you would a fish. Right. You can see one of them is wrestling like a megalodon, and it's gripping its teeth and and and, and got it from behind and pulling the jaw open. Hmm. Maybe they're just really big fish people. Well, they're telling some sort of story, is, is what it's there for. And Iroken, if you wish to, you would know the runes to what to say to invoke the, the portal. The portal, yeah. I, I guess I'll invoke the portal. You invoke it, and you feel not so much as going through the, you know, uh, what are they called, um, celestial tunnels, you know, spiral type thing. It's more like you're sucked down into the mud. Okay. And um, everything goes black um, and cold. And uh, eventually, you, you feel yourself being pulled, you know, by your feet, down, 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 down. And eventually, and you just, it's almost as if you've just landed. And uh, you're standing in this sort of pentacle type thing. I don't know if you can see this. No, it's, it's all black. black. So what we've got here is probably no vision. Does anyone have a light source? Yeah, I have the stone with the light spell cast yeah. on it. Okay, so that's uh, Rebecca. I have, I have dark vision, 60 oh, feet. Okay, all right. Once I adjust that. Yeah, me too. Oh. I don't. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> I thought you said tentacle thing, but no, I think you said pentagram thing. <laughs> okay, so I just want to work out who's got dark vision. Leonid, do you have dark vision? No, but it does have a light 
spellcast or something as well. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll switch. I'll, I'll put, give you a bright light as well. Um, just so you've got it. And Karushi, um, no dark vision for you, I presume? No, oh, I dark vision, 60 feet. Oh, wow. I should see just fine. Okay. And Eroken, mm. the elf, of course. Yeah, half up, yeah. Half up. Yeah, I think half elf. Yep. Yep. Okay. He's all half elf, if you please. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this is where you appear in this pentagram. Um, it looks again like sea floor, but this time with hard packed um, uh, sedimentary rock. Um, there looks like to be some wooden planks and things, and some markings on the floor. There's some sort of glowing runes, very faintly. And there's some sort of glowing um, uh, organisms also smattering on the floor as well, like you might have seen in some underdark caves. Now, I'm going to assume that there's two other travelling travelling companions with you. It is 11.30. Let's pick it up from here next week, next fortnight. Sounds good. Okay. Now that you've just, right. just gone through the portal. And then after this, I'm sure we'll awesome. quickly hop back to the main main event. No worries. Nice. All right. Good start. Okay. Well, we've cra- we've uh, made a start. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. No worries. And yeah. we'll catch up again this time in a fortnight. Yep. See you then. Right. It was good fun. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you. See you.